following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Bill's Aholic Pod. Fellas, fellas, Bill's coming off a huge win against the Chiefs. We're right back in the mix of things here. Uh, things are looking up here over over in Buffalo. Uh, I cannot, I, I can't express how happy I am that the, the past week of football really played out well into the Bills' favor. Um, and I'm excited to break that down tonight. Tonight's a little bit of a special episode. Uh, we got my guy, Gene, from Wire to Wire Sports. Excited What's to have happening, y'all? How you feeling? Hey, man, we're doing good. We're doing good. Glad to have you on. Um, Gene, ah, man. Much better week for you guys than me, I right? Was, I was just about to say. That was, I was just about to say. That's fine. Gene, a good week for Bills fans over here. You guys are coming off of a tough loss here to Dallas. Um, ah, man, what is, like, what's the vibes over there in Philadelphia? How are we feeling? I mean, we're jumping off bridges. That's what we do. We're 10 and three, and we think we're the worst team in football. Essentially, we overreact to everything, and we lost to the two biggest contenders in the NFC in back to back weeks. Not only did we lose, we got embarrassed, we got bullied, we got humiliated. <laughs> we got guys standing out in front of the NovaCare complex uh, with uh, no plate sleigh signs and <laughs> trash berry. Like, they're literally, Eagles fans are going nuts. Run the ball. I don't know if you guys seen that sign. Mm-hmm. They got fans standing in front of where the coach is saying, run the ball. Oh, I know. I got Swift on fantasy. Three points. <laughs> Three points. I'm with you. Well, good week for Bills fans, right? Great great week. Great, for, week. great week for Bills fans. Uh, I mean, it, it, it obviously started off with some good things in the AFC that, sh- uh, that really shook up this week for us. And then we beat the Chiefs on Sunday. And then the biggest thing was the Dolphins losing last night. I'm sure not a lot of us – well, not a lot of us thought that that was going to happen. There was a guy here at the table that did pick that, and that, you know, you know, come on. Come on, guys. No shocker that a guy like me would come out and pick that. And what was your reasoning? I had to go with the Titans this week because Tua was on the Manning cast. Tua was on the Manning cast, (laughs) and it led me to pick the Titans. And last night I was shocked. I thought for sure. I thought for sure I was definitely going to be wrong. But, hey. We're, we're vibing over here, man. We're vibing here. This is starting to look true again. Bills run the East. It's starting to look true again. It's starting to look true again over here. You think that it's pretty funny that how Patrick Mahomes is complaining about the officials after all the calls that that man's gotten throughout his career, including, and the funniest part to me was in the Super Bowl versus the Eagles, he, a call on James Bradbury. You want to talk about not being able to make a, a call on a, a play like that, a ticky-tack play, you can't make a call in a moment like that. I felt like he was talking about James Bradbury. Bro, the whole entire week, the whole entire week, well, the week's young, okay? So the last two days, the last 48 hours, I have said, I've said this at work the last two days, I thought the way that he acted after the game about crying about that call, I was like, how is he going to get upset about that call when he – we all know about the Bradbury call in the Super Bowl. We all were beyond pissed off about it because it's like, bro, you want to complain about get you got the best call in the most critical moment in the most important game of the whole entire season. 
You're absolutely right. And listen, I'll be honest with you. The Eagles did less crying over that call in the Super Bowl than the Chiefs did over a regular season call, which was blatantly right, by the way. Like, Kadarius Toney couldn't be more offsides. 100%. Like, I felt like he was past the Bills defender. But it was awful. You know, I will say to to that point, like, it's something obviously, like, during the play, like, I didn't even notice. Uh, it, it That that right there, it, it is crazy because that stopped what would have been probably one of the best plays that we've ever seen. Recent in recent years, seen that lateral. I was gonna say my jaw was on the ground, um, but you're right. Like I, I was, I, I, seeing the replay, it's like he was beyond blatantly offsides. Definitely for sure, a good call. Um, but I just well, wasn't expecting it. Not often you hear offsides on offense. That's, by the way, that play doesn't even break my top fifty. Whoa! You see this? This this is why I love you. Doesn't even break my here. top fifty, man. No? Kadarius Tony put his head down. If you watch, I watched the all twenty two. I don't know if you guys. All 22. Yeah, Gene knows. He put his head down because he didn't get the ball. Miraculously looks up, catches it, and runs into the end. It, it, that I didn't catch sucked. that. I didn't catch All that. All right, fair enough. Play stinks, didn't count, don't care. Fair enough, you're right. Well, the, hey. funniest part of, the funniest part about that play, and the, the thing that amuses me the most, is that, you, you, all right, you're right, say it, it was a great play, it wasn't a great play. But I love how Chiefs fans pretend that they would have just won the football game. You would have gave Josh Allen the ball with a minute 30 left. That doesn't change the the game. All that does is it gives you a touchdown. But I truly believe that Josh Allen and the way he had that offense rolling would have went down the field and scored and won the football game again. Couldn't agree more. I, I, you know, that was kind of the vibes going around the room over at my house, too. It was, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, too much time too on much the clock. Time. I had three, three timeouts. Time I texted in the group chat. That's the best outs. thing that could have happened. Yeah, but score, give us the ball. How about how Sports about it, man? Our defense did something that they couldn't do against <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's finish a game. I'll tell you what. Um, there's nothing that drove me more nuts than keeping you guys having you guys hang around because that's not a team that you let hang around. Because the Philadelphia Eagles, that's a good football team. We all know that's a good football team. Um, but they finally put away a game, and it, it, it felt nice. It felt nice. We were not able to do that against the Philadelphia Eagles, or let alone a lot of other football teams this season that we should have been able to do it against. But hey, man. Um, we got a couple of questions here for you. Uh, I wanted to start off with something that I am just curious about because it is it is the great like it is the grade A best question that I feel like I ever get out well I ever hear um, on these podcasts and I just need to know in your opinion what's the best Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia? Uh, it's so it's John's roast pork or Steve's Prince's steaks. It's one of those two. It's not Geno's. It's not Pat's. They're tourist traps when you come to Philadelphia. They're, they're actually terrible cheesesteaks. Like the only people that like Geno's and Pat's are people that come from out of town and try Geno's and Pat's. I didn't. Did oh, you go this? Oh, 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 did you go? Fingers are being pointed at me right now. I, I can tell you I've never been to, I can I've never been to Geno's or Pat's. I next time I go to Philadelphia, if I'm not banned from Philadelphia, I will definitely be trying either of those two places that he just said because where'd hey, you man, go? I, I, I can't remember where I went, but I will tell you. I, I have heard that – that's funny he says that because I've actually heard that a lot before about Geno's or Pat's. Like, it's just, like, the big tourist thing. Like, we had that in Buffalo with chicken wings. Like, we had that in Buffalo with chicken wings. There's spots here where it's, like, people think they're notorious for being the best wing, but it's, like, there's way better spots. Like, there's better spots that are a little bit more low-key that uh, offer so much more, you know, so much more. Travis, I know you got a, you got a question for him. Yeah, it's been burning me all week. Well, a couple – yeah. Give us your initial reaction when you came across our TikTok video. I got to know. So, 
And it's funny that you say that because, like, I love Bill's Mafia. I said that to you guys before you guys hopped on. You guys are the most generous fan base in the country. I heard you guys talking about donating something when you guys were on a pre-show. I didn't know what that was, but it it's a great fan base, right? And I, the Bill's Mafia fan base reminds me a lot of the Eagles fans because they're passionate, they're loud, they jump through tables. Like, I love that. So the initial reaction was they don't understand. And that's okay. You're not in our conference. You're not in our division. You haven't been to our city and you haven't dealt with our fan base. So for you guys to not understand, to me, it was more of an educational point. Like I wanted to explain to you guys, like Philadelphia fans get, in my opinion, a very, very, very bad rap. Like what's the first thing you think of when you hear Philadelphia fans, you hear snowballs at Santa Claus, right? You've all heard that, right? Mm -hmm. But no one knows the real story. You want the real story? I'll give you the real story of what happened in 1968 when it happened. They, the Eagles stunk, right? They had a ton of people trying to get people to the game. So they had a promotion in which they were going to have Santa Claus at the stadium to meet kids. Well, it snowed that day unexpectedly a lot more than anyone expected. And Santa Claus canceled. So the Eagles, who promised to have this huge promotion for kids to show up, were like, we don't have a Santa Claus. So the organization grabbed a guy from the parking lot, (laughs) a guy that was drinking and tailgating all day and was like, dude, we'll give you free tickets. You just got to dress up as Santa Claus, come in the game and, you know, meet kids. So they did that. He's in the stadium drinking beers, pulling down his beard, scaring kids. So the Eagles fan base started pelting him with snowballs because he was drunk and scaring kids. It wasn't the Santa Claus that they were promised. They were lied about a promotion to bring their kids there. But, like, it gets told, like, Eagles fans are these awful people. I'll ask you a question. If it was snowing in Buffalo and you had your kids at a game and there was a drunk, belligerent idiot scaring your kids and pulling his beard down – swaying the, the the thought of Santa Claus, what would you have done? Okay, all right, I like I like it. That's, I like it. I like it. Uh, I can't I can't say that I would have reacted any different, man. I mean, that's uh, that's a that's a really interesting story. Actually, I'm not gonna. I that's kind of that. I was gonna say I've never heard that one before. That's actually a really good story. I can't say that, that if you're gonna react like that, I think that's a good reaction. I think it's fair. I mean, if they felt like they were a little betrayed, man, they they, they had to they had to do something, right? They were they were very af- upset at the way the Philadelphia Eagles organization handled that. And they handled it in the worst way. And you're talking about in 68, 69, when the franchise was terrible, like they were awful. They they got bums off the street in 73. They literally had open tryouts. They were the only football team Such a good that had game. open tryouts. That's how the story, you know, the Vince Papali story uh-huh. came. He was a fan of the, of the Eagles and became a rostered player. That is, by the way, that is, I'm so happy you brought that movie. That's like, Definitely top ten in my movies, man, because that movie is very, very good, man. That's a good movie. And then I'm big on the whole, like, based on true stories. I love those types of movies. Like, And that one, that one's up there. It's up there for the sport movies for sure. John, I, I know you had something that you kind of yeah. wanted to touch on with them. Yeah, first off, I just want to say I do understand Philly fans. These, these guys are just – they're weird. We're young and dumb. Yeah, they're just weird. But uh, I wanted your thoughts on Dallas Goddard and when he left the lineup due to that forearm – and what to expect from them in the next coming weeks. 
Well, what to expect of him is exactly what you've seen versus the Dallas Cowboys. He came back this past week. He looked good. He's a great receiving tight end. I love Dallas Goddard. But the Philadelphia Eagles can expect more of the same. The only thing that helps them is that their schedule significantly drops off, right? We had Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Fran, Dallas, five straight weeks. That is an incredible line of schedule. So we got Seattle, New York, Arizona, New York. It gets a little lighter. But with Dallas Goddard, he's a great receiving tight end, right? You guys have one in your own, Dalton Kincaid. I'm such a fan of that kid. Watched him out of Utah, scouted him. He was my number one tight end coming out of college football. In fact, he was my number one tight end that I scouted in the last five years coming out of college football. He's special. Like, he's different. So you're going to have him for the next 10 years. Uh, so nice Dallas Goddard, I would trade Dallas Goddard for Dalton Kincaid to start his career over right now. And I love Dallas, right? But that's exactly what I think you guys got in that Utah stud that you drafted in Dalton Kincaid. My man. My nice. I like it. So you had him ahead of Pitts, huh? Uh, way ahead of Pitts. Yeah. I th- now, now, Pitts is going to be good once he gets rid of Desmond, get rid of her. But <laughs> he... When when Atlanta makes a better decision at head coach and quarterback, I think Kyle Pitts will be a good tight end, but I have him way ahead of Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts was a Florida tight end that Kyle Trask was literally throwing jump balls to over six-foot cornerbacks, and he was destroying them. In the NFL, it's different. Everyone's athletic. Everyone can can jump with you. So I, I had I think Dalton Kincaid's route running is better. I think his hands are better overall, and I think his speed and agility is better than Kyle's. Much I respect. It. I like it. I respect it. Um, I actually I, I had a I want to I want to ask you about like the NFC playoff race and just kind of see where your head's at. Um, like what what are your thoughts as far as how how the playoff race is shaking up over there? I know the AFC is like it's super tight over here, but the NFC is a little bit different over there. Just what what are your thoughts about that? I mean, I think it's super tight in the NFC. I just think it's a four-dog race in the NFC, and the Philadelphia Eagles are kind of falling out of that. They're they're, they're the third dog. You can't deny that San Francisco is one and Dallas is two after these past two weeks. But um, Philadelphia can get back in that. They have the talent to do that. They're going to get some injured players back. They're going to have Shaq Leonard in a lot more than they had him in this week, and they get gashed over the middle of the field. I think the biggest issue – for the Eagles is their their overall middle of their the field. Their linebacking crew is terrible. And then their safeties are are they leave more to be desired. But as far as the over the overall NFC playoff view, I like I like San Francisco. They're a very good football team. But I'll give you guys, and this is absolutely this is a nuts take. And if it happens, you can remember me. I want you guys to look at the Chicago Bears schedule down the stretch. And I think the Chicago Bears could win out and steal that seventh playoff spot. I really believe that. Look at who they're playing. The last two weeks, they beat Minnesota. They beat, um, not Minnesota, they beat Detroit. And this past week, they dominated Detroit. And then two weeks ago, they beat Minnesota. So I think Chicago can win out. I think you got to look out for the Los Angeles Rams. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Stafford looks healthy. That defense is a bunch of young, hungry players surrounding Aaron Donald. Um, I think that it's really interesting. A, a team I think will completely continue to fall off will be the Seattle Seahawks. I um, I made a bet three weeks ago when they were six and three that they wouldn't go over nine and a half wins. If they lose this week to Philadelphia, they cannot get to 10 wins. And I cashed that bet already. 
So I, I think that it's one of those things that you could look at is some teams are falling out. Minnesota with Joshua Dobbs, now Nick Mullins. Uh, you got a situation in, going on in Seattle with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Whereas a couple teams on the come up, and I think it's severely underrated quarterback in Justin Fields and Matthew Stafford. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I know Travis, he had, he had a quick question just about uh, like your podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, what made you – what made the podcast come about? What inspired you? So it's, uh, it's really funny you say that. My whole life I wanted to do sports podcasting, and I never did it, right? And in 2019, I lost my father. My father was my best friend in, the entire, in my ent- entire world. I have his urn here at my house, and it's a Philadelphia Eagles urn. It's like an urn, and it's got the Eagles logo. It's 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 midnight green, and um, I've always wanted to get into sports broadcasting and journalism and podcasting. And after he passed away, it was one of those things where I'm just like I'm done, like hoping and wishing and and thinking something will come out. So I just started a podcast, and when I started, man it was a lot tougher than it is now. Right. I've done it now for three years, wire to wire. And, you know, I've, I've worked with sports empire network and I've been on a lot of different podcasts and it becomes so much easier. Cause I love it. Right. You listen to co- people talk sports constantly. I have all 22. I watch every football game front to back. I have two TVs in my living room. One has red zone on and one has a, another game on. If the Eagles are on, I have the Eagles game on, but if not, it's, it's a game I want to watch. I love sports. So why not talk about it? Why not share my knowledge? And you have these a lot of these talking heads that get on TV that know half of what I know. So like, why not share my emotion and passion with, and it's, it's worked out really, really well. Love that. Absolutely. That's, that's great. That's, Absolutely love that. That's, that's great. That is, that is, that's, that's actually super sweet, man. That's super cool. Um, a lot better, a lot, lot, <laughs> lot better of a story than the way we started it for sure. But that's that's super awesome, dude. You, you definitely, you sound. I mean, you sound great, dude. Like, like the way you carry yourself is awesome, man. So, uh, definitely super glad to have you on here, um, John. Any, I got, got one more. Honestly, I know you definitely got something shaking. Got, got on, one man. more. Uh, first off, sorry for your loss. I love that story, by the way. The urn, right. love it. Thank you. Love it, man. Uh, I just I need your thoughts on the brotherly shove, the tush push. Oh. Is it getting banned? What's going on? Well, it's going to get banned because Roger Goodell wants to ban it, right? Yep. So, like, it's, no it's going to get banned, but it's not going to change the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles are still going to be the best sneak team in football. You have a quarterback that squats 600 pounds. You have the best center in football. You have one of the best offensive lines in football. It won't change, right? So, like, yeah, we won't be able to push from behind, but we'll be spreading our wide receivers out, and that'll spread the defenders out. So I don't think it changes much. They were, it's funny, before they did the brotherly shove, the Philadelphia Eagles converted their quarterback sneaks in an 87% rate with Carson Wentz without that, right? And now Jalen Hurts has just stepped into that situation and had the brotherly shove where they're converting at like 94%, some ridiculous number. But it, it shouldn't be banned, right? Why should it be banned? And like coming from an Eagles perspective, I'll give you my opinion. If you guys disagree, I'd love to hear it. But other teams have tried to run it, and they don't run it well. They don't have the best center in football. Mm-hmm. They don't have a quarterback that can squat 600 pounds. You guys remember when Patrick Mahomes tried to quarterback sneak, and then he popped his kneecap? He'll knee. never quarterback sneak the rest of his career. Teams like Buffalo with Josh Allen and other, like Dak Prescott, 
in, in Dallas, stronger quarterbacks can run that and they'll have the same success. It's not about a Philadelphia thing. It's just the personnel and what Jeff Stoutland, the Eagles offensive line coach, brings to it that allows it to be so successful. Ban it. We'll find another way to do it. It's not the end of the world. Like yeah, it's not going like to take away from you have Jalen Hurts there. I, was, I mean, I was I like that mentality, say, man. Like the the mentality behind. I mean, because you that's that's all we've heard about the whole entire season is like, oh, you got to ban the touch push, got to ban the touch push, man. I I'm glad you 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 nailed it right on the head, Gene, when you were like, you know what, like the Eagles, they've got it down, they've got it down. You're right, they got the best center in football. They've got a quarterback that can squat 600 plus pounds. They're, come on, man. I mean, that's that's that alone is like no other teams really had that. So like. I can tell you from a from our perspective, yeah, we got a unicorn of a quarterback that does crazy stuff. Like, like, I will tell you, I don't think it should be banned. I don't think it should be banned because you're right. Other teams have tried it, and yes, if every team could do it, they would do it. And I would say, if every team could do it, maybe you got to look at you got to look at some things. You got you got to ask some questions. But since you guys are one of the only teams that have that master down to a T, I don't see why you should get rid of it, man. I just I feel like that's. That's your guys' thing. Like that that's you guys you guys are one of the only teams I've ever heard of that really it's it's like when you guys start the game, it's first and nine because that, that final yard <laughs> is like the, the easiest thing for you guys. So that's your thing. I don't think that should be banned, but we all know Roger Goodell, like he said at the end of the table, this is the no fun league. So we've got a feeling that it's probably gonna happen, but I, I, I can't agree anymore. I, I, I think it shouldn't be banned. I just I think you just you know what I would say to the the rest of the thirty one other NFL teams? Just get better. And that's what we say to everybody, right? Get better. Um, it's a copycat league. And if somebody could copycat it and do it the way the Philadelphia Eagles could do it, they would do it. I just want them to ban Patrick Mahomes from running the two-minute drill or ban Josh Allen from scrambling. Like, I, I want them to ban different teams from doing what they're good at. It's just kind of funny that we got really good at something. They're like, ah, we can't, we can't have that. They're too good at it. Right. Now, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but – if you were to ban it, you would have to ban players pushing a pile. Then. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there's no right. other way to ban no. yeah, you can't, the brotherly you, shove. Just say, you no quite literally way. can't ban the brotherly shove without banning most yeah, so wide like, receiver. Like, like the you Bills, look at the Bills Dave Davis does. He gets behind Allen all the time. Right, but you look at Allen's uh, angry touchdown run. That that that, that, that would have been erased. Right? Yeah. If you were to ban the tush push, that would be I, gone. Well, I don't, I don't. So you're talking about the one where he rolled out to the right, or like yeah, and, he gets and, stuck and he, in that big ass. He got, he got stood all. up, and then I, I guess, see, and that's why you, I don't. It's gonna suck because if they ban it, because I know all of a sudden you got even more question marks, and it feels like that's all the NFL is nowadays is just yeah. like rule question marks. You got question marks on, oh, was he offsides or was he not offsides? Now you're gonna have, was that a tush push or was that not a tush push? Yeah. Don't add that. Don't add that to the mix. The NFL already has enough problems going on, like. There's some things that I would like to address, and the tush push is not one of them. The so tush, I think we're all in agreement. Let's the, just keep it going. The one thing I will float around for a rule, and I just I got to get everybody's opinion here because I didn't think about this, and this is why I'm glad that we're bringing this up. Um, forget the tush push. I don't think that should be banned. But the one thing that I will say this NFL season that has absolutely driven me up a wall, and it's kind of something we've noticed in years past, stop rewarding quarterbacks that underthrow footballs. And you get a pass interference call because you blatantly underthrow a football. Mm -hmm. Like I want, I want that something like that needs to be an address. Like if the like the, the pass interferences have been crazy, but if it's in, like this season, I've seen I've seen underthrown footballs. Like for instance, I will I will look back to Denver overthrown. Uh, I will I will think I will look back to the Bills and Denver Broncos game. Teron Johnson got stuck in the absolute worst position he could have been in. We zero blitzed. 
and Russell Wilson blatantly underthrew a football. And I don't remember if it was Marvin Mims. I don't know which receiver it was, but had no chance Jerry to get the ball. Jerry Judy, no chance to get the ball. And I just, I'm just pointing this situation out because it's something that's pissed me off all year for all of these other teams too. Um, but like stuff like that needs to be addressed, not the tush push, man. Just get better. Just get better. I mean, you're rewarding bad quarterback play when you do that. When a quarterback and some teams are not strategizing under throwing the football when they're in a tough situation to have a receiver run through the defender to draw that person, that penalty. Uh, they even mentioned it. It's funny. They mentioned on the Sunday night football broadcast when Dak Prescott kind of underthrew a ball to Brandon cooks. And they said, all he had to do is run through the defender back towards the ball. And he would have got the penalty call, but he was so focused on catching the football. I'm like, isn't that what we're playing the game to do is catch the football, not try to draw a penalty. I don't know. I agree with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just just one one more thing uh, before, before we before we let you go here, Gene. Um, I just have to ask, man, what's what's the Super Bowl prediction for you over there? I mean, you want my Eagles prediction or do you want my real prediction? Both. Give us both. We'll take both. Uh, so I I predicted before the season because I wanted the rematch of Philadelphia versus Kansas City. Like I wanted to run that back. I wanted to run that back on on a, a normal playing surface and not on that ice skating ring they played in last year. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Right. So it's um, I think it's Ravens 49ers. I really do. I think that the Ravens have added two pieces to their defense that 100% changed the dynamic of the way they play football. And that's Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton. Those guys are the best at their position in football. You can miss me with Fred Warner. You can miss me with any type of safety. I'll take Kyle Hamilton and Kyle Hamilton and Roquan Smith over anyone. Like those guys are just different difference makers. And you know, you hold all the things about Lamar Jackson. I'm not a huge Lamar guy, but you give him four first round wide receivers. He has his number one through number four on his depth chart are all first rounders. I want you to think about that for a minute. I, I think that as a whole, the Ravens are equipped to go through the AFC, especially a lot of the quarterback injuries and the 49ers, in, unless Kyle Shanahan screws it up, which he's been known to do. The, the 49ers are, are the best team in the NFL. If I'm being honest. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. Pretty like sure it. we all had the same. I, was say, I think that's all of our Super Bowl predictions yeah. over here too. Uh, I think the NFL has, has like the little, like, you know, like you look at the Super Bowl logo and it looks like, it just looks like the colors kind <laughs> yeah. of match up a little bit. Yeah. They did it last year with the green and red um, with the Eagles and chiefs this year. It's purple and red. Yeah, like, come on. I, I, I hope it's not that scripted that like where they're going to have, the, but Hey, listen, you know, who else team wears red. Not a don't wear purple. But the Buffalo Bills and they're back in the playoff hunt, so you guys can you guys can look at that red as a different way. AFC is wide um, open. You guys yeah. look better each week. That 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 move at offensive coordinator bringing Joe Brady in over Ken Dorsey looks like it's it's playing you know to your favor. That offense looks a million times better. I love that dude. I love that dude. Can I ask you guys a question though? Absolutely. What's that? How do you guys feel about McDermott making the terroristic comments that he Ooh. made? And, like, listen, I just want to know because from an outsider's perspective, when him comparing, like, coming together as a team, like the terrorist on 9-11, we use that as our you got to be kidding me for the week because we thought it was hilarious. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, did you guys? Well, um, 
first off, I mean, I was just like, you know, I'm scrolling on Twitter and that story pops up and I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. Here we go. That's, that's a way to end the night. Um, not expecting it. I think he could have probably used a couple of different analogies that would have been a lot better than the one he used. A couple. I will say from what I know and I, and I, and you know what, in, in the last couple of weeks I've, I've, I've. I bash McDermott. I bash McDermott, but you know what? I will sit back here and say, like, um, the guy is like, I, it's it's a it's an absurd comment to make. It sucks that it you know it was made in 2019. And it's resurfaced here, going into 2024. Um, I feel bad for the guy. The guy's character. He's. I mean, I've met him a couple of times. I know. I think. I don't know if all three of us have, but yeah. guys, he's a great. He's a great guy. Uh, I think he just made a poor analogy, and I think it's just. And it just came back to bite him in the ass. But he's a great guy, so I, I don't know. It's just, it's that's it's a, it's a tough, tough situation. It's a tough situation. It's just, oh, I, I know he's a great guy. He used to be our defensive coordinator. Um, Sean McDermott used to came from Philadelphia Andy Reid coaching tree. A lot of people don't know that, but Sean McDermott was our defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. Um, I like Sean McDermott. I just I bring it up because it's easy. Things can get like the misconception can come across when you're not in the town of the person. And I wanted to use that as kind of like a full circle moment because of your comments on the podcast about Philadelphia and not knowing, and listen, man, are there a lot of belligerent drunk idiots that go to Philadelphia Eagles games and do things that like most Philadelphia Eagles fans completely look at as like, this is not okay. Yeah, there is. There's drunk idiots everywhere though. Like you can Google bills fan fights and you can see a bunch of drunk idiots fighting but that doesn't change the fact that you have in my opinion the best football fan base in the country and I, and I believe that that's not like me kissing up because I'm on your podcast I do a show called cheap seats on Monday night and we talked about the best fan bases in the country and Bill's Mafia is always at the top of my list I love what they've done for charities I love what they do like I, I remember you guys had like a ton of snow and a bunch of fans like voluntarily shoveled outside the stadium like three years ago like I I love your fan base. So when I heard you say that about Philadelphia, I wanted you to meet one, meet somebody from Philadelphia that's been a diehard fan their whole life. And it's just, I think the problem is Buffalo and Philadelphia, we care about football too much, right? Like, would you rather have a fan base like Buffalo or Philadelphia, or would you rather have a fan base like Jacksonville? Like they don't care, right? They don't show up. They, we take pride. Like when you come to our stadium and dress up our Rocky statue and taunt our fans, it's like coming in into your house mm -hmm. and taunting you. And we're a blue collar city. We're not a white collar city. We're a blue collar city. And when you do that, we're going to respond with a little emotion. And does it go too far at times? Of course it does. And you guys mentioned Big Dom DeSandro. Big Dom is one of the greatest human beings ever. He's the head of security. He's the head of, uh, he, he's actually the person that Philadelphia Eagles send out to do like evaluations on players like Jalen Carter. Like he did that evaluation to see if he would be a good fit for the organization. He's a guy that is the head of security for guys like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was at the 76ers game the other night. Yeah. Sitting right behind him was Big Dom. Mm -hmm. It's not, he's not just the head of security. He's not just a guy that's on the sidelines. He's been with the team for 25 years. You heard the announcers on that game talking about how he gave them Italian rest, uh, restaurant to go to and, and let them know where to go in the city. 
he is like the mayor, right? When you hear the mayor comment, that's who Big Dom is. And then the last, last, last thing I wanted to mention, you guys mentioned about Shaq Lawson going out an Eagles fan in the, in the crowd, in the stands. I'm telling you, I know people that were at the game. I know security guards that work for the team. No one threatened that man's life. They were taunting, and when the Bills were winning that football game, the Bills players were giving it to the Eagles fans. Rightfully so. What happened was when the Eagles started coming back in the game and the Eagles fans started giving it back to them, they didn't like that. And they went over there to address it. And if you notice, the fan puts his hands up. He's like, I'm not trying to put my hands on you. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad they didn't suspend Shaq Lawson for putting his hands on him. It's all fair and fun. And he's going to get a fine just like Big Dom got a fine and, and everything that happened in that situation. But emotions sometimes run wild. And I'll, I'll say this. I'm sure that Buffalo Bills fans have had their emotions run a little wild at times just like Philadelphia Eagles fans have. And we can all agree in this, right? Can You guys, can I curse on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Go yeah. for it. Yeah, we can all agree on fuck the Patriots, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll Check give them that one. I'll give them that one. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, listen, Big Dom. I'm Big Dom. Wow. Big Dom. I big love Dom. Big Dom. Wow. I'll take it. Big Dom. I <laughs> love Big Dom. I guess I guess you know it was it was much needed. Yes. Gene, I'm happy you came on, man. I'm happy we got a little bit of a taste of Philadelphia. Um, and dude, I mean it's it's just great to you know get to get your side of things, the Eagles side of things, your guys' perspective, and uh, kind of get your viewpoint over there. Um, what the what what NFL life's over there? So I like it. Um, I appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, hopefully we whoop some Cowboys ass for you this week. Oh, please do, and uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on here. I always look forward to talking to guys that love sports and I appreciate how much the first thing I did after I seen that video is view your page and look at other videos. And you guys are fans of the Buffalo bills. Like that's what the sport needs. They need real fans that care about their teams. Just like I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. So I respect you guys have all the respect in the world for bills mafia. And I appreciate you guys for letting me explain my side of the story on the show. And I wish you guys continued success. I'm sure you'll have it. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate well. it. And Thank it's, you. It's, it's coming vice versa. Same thing's coming over here. We're gonna, we'll hit him with a little. We'll hit him with a little. The fly Eagles fly. Yes, Wire sir. Sports. Hey. Check him out. Uh, we'll make sure we plug yes, it. We'll plug it in all of our all of our socials. So I appreciate him. Appreciate you being on. And I'm, I'm gonna say go Bills. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we help you out this week. I'll say go Bills. I'll say go Bills. You don't Thanks. have to say go Eagles. That's fine. Fly Eagles, go Bills. Fly man. Eagles fly. Fly Eagles fly, man. How Although about that? Shout might be the worst fight song of all time. You can kick me off the show after that, but that might be the worst, worst fight song of all time. I got that being one of the better ones. It's kind of crazy. My girlfriend loves the Fly Eagles fly song. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. you're in town, thank you. Hit us up. Take care. How about that? Guys? What a guest! What a what a guest! What a guest! That was that was so that was so awesome to have him on, man. It was awesome to get yeah. Philadelphia's perspective. Yeah. Super happy to have him on. Down to earth guy, yeah. super down to earth guy. He's a little scared at first. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, but just, just he, like most guys from Philly are, if uh, you knew that. But I was say, yeah, yeah, you know, one of us at the table, we didn't really know that. We we were, <laughs> we were humbled today a little bit. We thought we was gonna come on the show, come after Chris's head. Hey, man. Hey, he's as he should have. I'm alive. I'm alive. That was a great dude. Yeah, it was. Super awesome sports perspective. Super yeah. awesome sports perspective. Chris, I, mean, I got a question. Does that change your uh, kind of perspective on some of the Eagles fans now? Yeah, I mean, you did all the talking last week. Now that you met Gene, what's your perspective now? 
Big Gene guy, first off, okay? Big Gene guy. Are you a Big Dom guy now, can, too? Can we get it? You're a Big Dom guy? Please? Clearly, I mean, my he, mind's changed he, a little bit on Big Dom, right? You thought you had Big Clearly, Dom on the <laughs> <laughs> the mind changed a little bit on Big Dom. Um, okay, so I have a tendency. I have a tendency to overreact. I got a little heated last week. You don't say. You know, Things have changed a little bit here. <laughs> I respect it, though. No, nah, that was – I mean, Philadelphia Eagles fans, not – I mean – He made, I a, knew, he made I a good knew. point, though. We're not from Philly. We don't know Philly fans. All we know is Buffalo fans. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and I knew – I mean – All we see – we have a sample size of the Philadelphia fans on TV. Right. And we see what we see. I was saying, I see – I see exactly where he's coming from. Like, you cannot judge – it's like you can't judge a book by its cover. Like, the cover is what we see, and that's – we've seen snowballs get thrown at people. We've seen the big Dom thing. We've seen the, the, the altercation between Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips and the fan. We see all that stuff, right? But what you don't see is what, what goes on in an Eagles fan's day-to-day life and, and how they treat each other. And, you know, he is 100% right when he says that, you know – I mean, if you, if you look at another franchise as far as how their fans get down, there's only, like, maybe one other team I can think of besides the Eagles that I would say, like, well, that team's a lot like the Bills fans, and that's, like, the Cleveland Browns fans. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've endured a lot of pain, and then they've stick by <laughs> the Browns a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I'll say to answer Tank's question, the long-winded answer is – yeah, okay. My mind's changed. My mind's changed. Philadelphia Eagles fans. Finally. Hey, I'll tell you what. He changed he he came in here. He laid down the law. He laid down the law. He spit facts. And he knew what he was talking about. He had he had I he brought up a story from nineteen sixty eight. I can't believe you guys didn't know that story. I love bro. We're two There's young and dumb guys. Dude, I'm like two years older than you. I just like to talk sometimes. I get it. I get I you. Like I get you. Sometimes. Hey, I tried to tell you. I'm glad he opened your eyes, man. I love Philly fans. I'm just that sticking was, to that. That was that was actually super badass. Are we gonna go to a game now? Um, no. You might be safe. If you I know, might be safe now. Go with you. you I, know. Might, I might just. He'll go. be our big dom. I might just text. I <laughs> or just say. text big dom. <laughs> He'll meet you at the airport. Hopefully, big dom doesn't see my TikTok. Oh. Hope he does. Um. All right. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. That was you, you know what else is awesome? Something we got to touch on real quick because we just didn't we, – we weren't able to get into it is we, we, set, we set a stipulation last week, right? Oh, I thought we were getting into it. We set a stipulation last week. We said the loser at the table had to go a quarter with no, sh- with no shirt. A lot of guys here, and that being me, thought I was going to be that guy that wasn't going to – that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go without the shirt. Travis Keen coming in hot. With an eight and seven week, getting me and John right back into the mix of things, drops a ball this week and he's got to go without no shirt. One quarter of the Dallas it's game. It's for a good cause. No Ooh. shirt. It's for a good cause. Wow, wow. It's for the pod. I'm gonna have Bills a Hulk pod it. right across my chest. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Maybe Bills a Hulk pod or sideways or whatever we'll diagonal. We'll figure it out. It's for a good cause though. It's le- at least it's not suicide wings. It's for the podcast. Uh, I'm, see, promo- I'm promoting. I'm I'd rather do the wings if I had to choose. Yeah, me it's too. It's one quarter. And they said, bro, bro, I was pumping gas tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had a jacket Open that on. gas. I had a jacket on. Now, unfortunately, I have the big I, rig. It's not like it's not like that little eight-gallon tank I had. <laughs> damn near empty. Sitting there, I'm like, damn, this is cold. I'm just happy I'm the one that doesn't have to have my shirt off. Some weather on Sunday. Can I, can I throw a little bit of knowledge? It's going to change. What? Yeah. You can use the gas, gas cap. cap. 
The gas cap. Damn, man. No, no, no. The gas cap. That is that is like a so being in the car business. That is no, like bro, a. Bro, bro. That's a big trick. That's a big trick. I know about it. Yeah. I tried to do it twice tonight. Oh Jesus. And the, and the gas cap just kept falling out the pump. Gotcha. Kept stopping. So I was like, I just stood out there. I know you about that. It. I know about yeah. that. I like that. For those of you that don't know, just yes, slide your gas cap in between I, the thing, man. I like to like I like to say to McCann, I got lazy figured out. So. I like it. I like. It. What's the weather look like, Travis? It's only Tuesday, so it's gonna change. Low of thirty nine, high of forty nine. This guy's getting out with a slap on the wrist. Dude, you might get a tan. I might. Way up there, though, it's going to be windy. The <laughs> wind's going to kill me. It will be windy. The wind yeah. will kill me, but other than that, I think I'll survive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like I, like we said, kick us off. Big Bills win this week, man. I mean, big, big. I mean, it was victory Monday this week after we beat it. the Chiefs. <laughs> He's eating nugs. It was oh, victory Jameis. Monday. Jameis, I don't know how to do it. Victory Monday <laughs> after we beat the Chiefs, right? And then it was Victory Tuesday after the Dolphins dropped a big dud on, on Monday Night Football. And it was just like, I, I came into work tonight and I was like, wow. I haven't felt this I haven't felt this way the whole season. I am, I'm, I'm as bought back in as I could be right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm locked back it's in. It's a week-to-week. It's a week-to-week. It is a week-to-week league. It's a week-to-week, Chris. It's a week-to-week, Chris. There will be a fan base that I want to piss off today. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They fucking suck. Yeah, here we go. Chiefs. Next video. Yeah, say, fuck the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Fuck here Mahomes. It's the Chiefs. And I'm not random. getting a Chiefs fan on here. You can't say nothing. The way Mahomes <laughs> cried after that game. I'm, yeah. He was complaining. That, he just, was complaining to Josh. I know, dude. That's just the most like like. And Josh was like, "There's the, you know like in golf, man. When you're putting, everybody's nice and quiet. It's kind of just like a known thing. You know, when the game's over, the two quarterbacks." Dude, stay healthy. Have a good season. It caught Josh by surprise. And you're comp- oh my god, dude! I, I, Josh I just was so mad. Josh, Josh just was like, hey, he's like, he yeah. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go cry to the video. Go, no, go, go cry. Go cry me. Go cry to Brittany. Exactly, exactly. And then but, Brittany puts on Instagram. Yeah, she's MV- a clown. MVP. She's on the ref. She, she, she's such a clown. She is a clown. Man. The only guy I gained respect for after that was Kelsey, because Kelsey's known to be emotional. He shared a moment with Kincaid. And Kincaid. And I'm like, you know what? Usually he's the guy that's like, he knows he's going home with Taylor Swift. I mean, that that might be it, but I'm just saying. I'd be in a good mood. Right? I'm just saying, that's usually a guy. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it. I saw the video between him and Alan talking, Mm -hmm. and Josh walked up to me and was like, wow, that would have, that's like, that's like one of the best plays I've ever seen talking about the lateral play. Yeah. And then, you know, and it was all love from Kelsey. Like, Like, it was all love from Kelsey, and that's just. Like, to me, that right there is exactly how it should be from the quarterback. You're 100% right. Mm-hmm. Like, the way Mahomes and, – and and I will say I, I'm not the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan. Nope. I'm not going to sit here and say that I am, obviously, right? But, understandably, like, he, he was hot. He was hot about the loss. I mean, we spent how many years watching Tom Brady run off the field like a little baby mm-hmm. before he could get to the quarterback because of the loss. Um it just you're right. It just it, it was it was it was a sour taste, and then not to mention like in the press conference they just that again just went off about the reps. Like my boy said it, Gene said it. They got one of the best calls in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like you don't get a bigger game than that. No, it's a terrible and, call. And I'll say, it. and so you've got you've gotten those calls. Like you've gotten those calls in your career, Pat. The one time you don't get it, you cry about it, and you go to the you go in the press conference. He cries terrible. about it in the press conference. The, so. And then Andy Reid, dude, I'm about to get hot again. He not only did he say he was only offsides by like an inch, the, the, the dude's almost three yards offsides. Then today, let's say two, yeah, Tuesday, he doubles down on saying that the NFL refs got it wrong and they were cheated. Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, 
you're way too good of a coach. You've been in the NFL way too long. I, I mean, what are we looking at? You know what I mean? At least Mahomes came on. He apologized. Fine. Mm-hmm. You're still a bitch, but whatever. For for Andy Reid to do that, that's just, I don't know, dude. It makes me so mad. I got a story about that. So, yesterday, we're going to PetSmart, Jackie and I, to get the dog groomed. Uh, come back in. I We forgot the leash in the car. Come back in. This older gentleman is in line. We're talking about the game. Um, and he goes, you know what makes me the most mad is that guy – that's their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. He's like, and that's what they showcase right there. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Hey, man, that's wise hey, wisdom man. from that I, guy. I, I, I was going to say, that's a, that's a Didn't that's even a, think of that either. That's I didn't. a way to look at it. Um, I will say, John, to John's point, like, like Andy Reid is obviously one of the, the best offensive masterminds that the league's pretty much ever seen. He's like – Obviously, one of the best head coaches that's virtually ever done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give him props where I'll give him credit where credits due. Uh, it is just annoying to hear him come up on on the media and just and just say the things he said about that call. Take the Alex, and then, and then and then I've seen Chiefs fans say that Kadarius Tony, like he he pointed to the referee. He also it was it, he 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 looked for a second, did a point, and then looked away. Did, we were always taught in football. You, you plant your foot, you look, you point, right? right. You like, wait till the ref says okay. I was about to say, you get, you get the mm-hmm. thumbs up from the linesman, the lines judge. It, and it's just like, the, oh. the ref, they, they don't have to do anything about it. Like, I was going to say, here's my thing. You're a professional NFL wide receiver. Yeah. You should know where the line of scrimmage uh, is. By the way, you're damn near lined up as a tight end. The ball's six feet away from you. You're damn near the 12th man of the best. <laughs> I mean, so, geez. I was going to say, you quite literally are, you You are standing right next to Von Miller. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. you might actually be closer to being behind Von Miller. Um, Speaking of Von Miller. Still washed. Okay, okay. I will say still washed. There's two things I noticed, okay? A little bit more pressure coming off the edge. It felt like he was able to, to kind of cut the edge there. a little bit more. I'm not going to go where you guys think I'm going. Number two, first game, first game without the brace. First game without the brace. I didn't that. Week. First game without the brace, and it was his best game that he's had all season. I'm starting to like, like if you had to ask me, that's the up arrow of him making a little bit of progress. That that should be refreshing to see as a Bills fan because if he can continue that progress to, to you know, make, I mean, getting back to hopefully what he was before the ACL injury, that'll be huge. Especially if we can get that. It's a good time for it. I was gonna say, especially if we can get that right about now. Like, so I'm with you on that. But I was like, when he was on the field, I was kind of making like I was just making it known to myself to watch him, dude. He does not have that same bender on the corner anymore, and that oh, yeah. that's what he made his career out of. So if he doesn't have that, you know what I mean? What so, is so? No, I, I completely agree. You know, so, like, yeah. So it looks, it doesn't look like what it was like, right before the ACL right. injury, but it just seemed like he he put in. I'm not gonna say a little bit more effort, but it just noticeably looked a little bit a little bit better to me. Yeah, and then, yeah, and for then, sure. Like, it's the first game without the brace. Yeah, and that's a big step. Like that's a big step in itself, right there. So I just I wanted to point that out because yeah. it's something that was one of my one of my big things about taking from that game. Um, and again, like we said it when when Gene was on the podcast, one of the biggest things was the defense finally, finally, getting getting a, a game winning stop. The offense has gotten them in that position so many times this mm-hmm. season where the defense just didn't come through. So it was a little bit more refreshing to see that happen. Um, but yeah. By the way, on the defense, really quick, I just want to point out that on that uh, the Kelsey lateral. Uh, we quite literally sent the house. There was one or two. I don't know. There was we blitzed too many. I I don't know if you guys noticed that, but Steve, that's uh, 
What's his face? Was talking about that this morning. Chris yeah. Brown. Chris Brown was talking about that this morning. Oh, was he? I just watched it on the. Maybe it was, the maybe it was yesterday. I'm yeah. not sure. He but uh, yeah, that. if you watch it, whoever was supposed to be on Kelsey blitzed, just blitzed. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I don't know. I. How do you guys feel about the 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 zero blitzes from McDermott? So, zero blitz. Like I don't I don't mind it in that in that situation. I really don't. It does suck when you zero blitz, and even even sending somebody, uh, even sending an assignment that wasn't supposed to blitz, <laughs> yeah. and you still don't get pressure on the quarterback. Well, the ball was out, dumb, super dumb fast, quick, yeah. super fast. But the ball should have been out dumb quick when yeah. the guy that's on the one of the best tight ends to, to ever play the game of football, you're blitzing, and and I don't know. I remember Brown Brownie said it yesterday. He was like, he didn't see whose assignment it was, but whoever yeah. it was. It got was, their ass lit up on the sidelines that next play. Like he got pulled. I don't know who it was, but got pulled off the field and he got his ass lit up because he he blitzed when he was not supposed mm-hmm. to, which ended up being a quite a big deal. Um, what do we got here? Tank doing. Oh wow! CR Media. As a Chiefs fan, this is hands <laughs> down the best episode this show's ever done. Gene is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh come on! Give him their fun. love, was, Gene. Man, I would say Gene was he. He he is on now. We've had a couple of guests on the podcast. Gene Gene has solidified the first spot um, for multiple reasons. Super great guy to have him on here and had great insights. So you know what, CR Media, we're gonna agree with you. Gene was the best part. Yeah, Gene was the best. Appreciate part. that. Um, but no, yeah. So. I, I mean, the zero blitz is like, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm glad they were – I like that they were doing it a little bit closer to midfield rather than yeah 10 yards out of the end zone against the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I hated the zero blitz in them, so I don't know. Um, one thing I noticed, I don't know if you guys heard McDermott talk about this, was he touched on how he spent a lot of this week watching, like, the last, like, two minutes of every game this past season um, where, like, you know, the Bills – They need to. They dropped the ball. And kind of trying to figure out what he should do better in that situation. I th- I just I I thought the time management was a little question mark. There's there was a question mark on the offensive side of things where I know me and you had we'll get into it. I say where me and you had a, a different a different standpoint. But I thought on the defensive side of things, I just I thought that it was the the best fourth quarter the defense has had. Oh yeah, like the best fourth quarter the defense has had by far. There's so. one guy on that defensive side I want to praise. It's Ed Oliver. He's deserving every penny of that contract so far, and making that contract look generous. Yes, making that compared to other D tackles that still have to get paid. Yeah, I you gotta you gotta put your hats off to him. What's he at six and a half now? I think yeah, six, six and a half. Six, and a lot seven, of pressures. I was like, didn't him and Greg Rousseau get it on one this past week? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I think it was him and Greg that got it on one. Got it um, He's been you on know, a tear. I, hey, while we're while we're shooting about uh, defense, I just want to props to Empanada. That's my boy Empanada. I, I was just—I got an interesting stat about that. Shoot. Um, so he's a defensive lineman. He's an edge. Sauce is a corner. Oh, they got the same amount of interceptions. They had the same amount of interceptions in their career. Two. AJ Epineza is a lockdown corner. <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting at here. Dude, that's what I'm hearing. He he's minus minus Floyd. I think he's been our best edge rusher. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we doing, man? He's gonna be a free agent, isn't so he? So now, now you, so you just said you think him he's and, gone, right? I, I think there's think gonna be. I don't know how I think there's gonna be a team kind of like how Chicago grabbed Edmonds. Edmonds they're gonna there's pay gonna him. be a team that's gonna overpay. Now, here's my here's my thought process on that: is the Bills are already starting off horrible in cap. Oh yeah, horrible yep. in cap this next season. Um, and AJ, 
he's in his contract here, and he's showing mm-hmm. why. Like he's he's showing why he should get some money. Exactly. It sucks that your best two pass rushers are both guys that need to be paid. At the, the, whole, end of the, the whole D line minus um, at Oliver. At Oliver and Greg Rousseau. And Von Miller. Those are like the only three guys that, that don't need a new contract come the end of the season. It sucks that your best two defensive linemen are the guys that you need yeah. to address. I would be pissed off if we don't sign at least maybe one of them. I, I think you have to yeah. find a way to get one of those guys back. Um, right now, obviously, Leonard Floyd has been the most consistent pass rusher out of all of them. Like, like AJ, has his he has his games where he goes off. And then he also has his times where you don't see him for a week or two. Right. Like and but Leonard Floyd has been consistently he's been their guy. And I mean that shows on the stat stats list. He's what he's at nine and a half. He's he's about to hit ten sacks. Uh that shows. That shows when you have a guy that's consistently getting pressured. Um and I will say I I just I don't know. I think you gotta bring one of those two guys back. Like one of yeah, those two guys. I don't know ways. if I don't know if there's a way you get both of them back, but No. I think you got to find a way to get at least one of them back. It's gonna be probably easier to get Floyd back just because he's a little the bit age, older. Yeah. You can one to two year deal. Yeah, one to two year deal. I I don't see a way where. Yeah, no, I just don't see a way. Yeah, there's yeah. just no way. It it's it's tough. So that's that's gonna be an interesting thing this offseason. That that that's why I'm excited for this offseason. I'm excited to get into all that. Um, we'll I want to touch. I want to touch on. So I thought Joe Brady called another pretty solid game. I thought the first half was phenomenal. Now my one thing that I will point out, and he's a younger signal caller. I mean he's. New to the pills as far as calling calling an offense. He had a really good first two weeks. They had a really good first half, in my opinion. Steve Spagnola, on the other hand, on the defensive side of things for the Chiefs, I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. I think they made phenomenal adjustments at halftime as far as what that offense was able to do to them in the first half. And I think it just kind of sucked that Joe Brady wasn't able to adjust back and try to like get back at them. I mean, our offense completely shut down in the second half. Um, the one thing I wanted to point out to you guys, and I know, and I wanted to point it out because me and you kind of – the reason we didn't get into too much of it was because we needed to we needed to settle this here, mm-hmm. and it's in the last two minutes of the game and that drive where they get blessed with the illegal contact and get it they get three more downs. You don't run the ball once, and John, you thought you thought that that was that was solid on them to not run the ball there, right? Yeah. So, like you just said, Joe Brady got out coached. He got outclassed. Look at it the other way. McDermott kind of outclassed Andy Reid. Cool. I'll take that split. Fine. That the the screen to Diggs. I know everybody. I'm I'm already hearing it from Bills fans. Oh, it's just like the draw. The play sucks. Okay, well it's not gonna suck when against the Cowboys they run a wrinkle off of it and we score a touchdown. That's your run play there. Diggs drops it. Even if you get two three yards, okay, cool. Clock's the clock's moving. You can't run on second and ten against that defense. Mm-hmm. You put yourself. So so say. This is the way I was looking at it at that time. The play call was in. It was going to be that screen. He he catches it. He gets three yards. Cool. Clock's, clock's moving. I don't know. Maybe Andy Reid uses a timeout there. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he goes to two-minute warning, whatever. Now, now the playbook's open because you got second and what, seven? Seven or six? Since he dropped that, you run the ball. You get behind the sticks. They're getting the ball back with, what, a minute 50? So, to me, I mean, yeah, you could have ran the ball. You could have taken their timeouts. But that initial play call set the tone there. So, so I get what you're saying. You want that clock to run. But that screen is your turn. run play. Now, now I'm just looking back and forth. I don't, <laughs> I, don't disagree, I don't disagree with that at all. Like, I right. don't disagree with – because once you're in second and ten, 
I agree. You you cannot run the ball again because you're going to find yourself in at most at the best you'll probably find yourself in the third and eight or third and nine, and then at the worst you're going to find yourself behind the sticks. Like, uh, and and I will say, it it that made sense on second and third down passing the football. It made sense. I just wanted them because so what you have to look back on is Allen gets sacked right. There's an illegal contact. Mm-hmm. If that legal contact doesn't happen, the clock probably runs down to the two-minute warning. They kick the field goal, right? Legal contact happens. There's two minutes, 13 seconds left on the clock. And the Bills run three plays, and the two-minute warning doesn't even hit. It's like I just wanted them to run the ball on first mm-hmm. down, get down to that two-minute warning. Because my thought process in my head was, okay, the Chiefs offense doesn't even need to see the field again if you the field again if you play this correctly, right? Exactly. And that's where my head was at. That's why I said what I said. Yeah, 100%. I, like, I just wish they would have been able to run the clock down to the two-minute warning. Get a first down because the Chiefs had, what, one timeout in that situation? Mm-hmm. There was no way if you get that next first down that the Chiefs are able to really get the ball back with any crazy amount of time, right? I just – as 100%. a Bills fan, I think we can all agree leaving any time on the field for Patrick Mahomes is a scary sign. Agreed. Right, 100%. And as little as 13 seconds is yeah. a scary sign. So, I 100% – I agree with you. My only issue is say they play for that first down, they don't get it we're sitting here calling McDermott conservative and we're bitching about that. He tries to go aggressive. We're still bitching about it. <laughs> it's kind of like what Gene said with the Eagles fans. They're never happy. That could be 15 and all. They're not happy. I, so I, I do agree with you, but I, I just, I can't get it. If the, the screen's caught and that's your run play, right? We're not playbooks open. I have the bigger issue with execution in this whole, the whole game. Oh yeah. I'm with you. I mean, Allen looked terrible. I'm going to be honest with you. He looked terrible. His reads were, if I mean, I mean, he still had a hell of a game. That's that's what's great about Josh Allen. Uh, the pick was terrible. Whatever, fine. Yeah, uh, we'll live with it. The execution was just just terrible, just terrible. I mean, there were receivers running open. On the contrary, there were receivers getting locked up every single play. I mean, I didn't see separation from Diggs, Davis. When Shakir was on the field, there was nothing there. I mean, Dalton Kincaid had 11 targets, eight catches, and under, like, 40 yards. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, what, under 2.3 yards a target? I mean, a reception, actually. Like, I don't know, man. The the execution looked terrible. I liked Brady's – I mean, shitty. He schemed open that wheel route, came back to that. Oh, yeah. Schemed open the seam route. I mean, I, I will it's say, give and take right now. I will say I thought – I thought the – like, it was just – I was – I was absolutely beside myself that going into the second half, the receivers, not a single receiver on the team made a single factor in the game. And it, and it really it really irritates me because Stephon Diggs rarely ever makes an impact in a game against the Chiefs, which just absolutely irritates me. I know I know at one point during the game, Allen missed, da- uh, Allen missed Davis right up the seam again, which there's something I want to touch on that because I saw something on Twitter this, this morning that I'm a little bit, a little bit curious about and I want to get your guys' opinion on. But I will say – Throughout the game, not that I'm upset for seeing the, as much production as we've seen from James mm-hmm. Cook. Obviously, that's great to see from a second-year running back. That I mean, he's really looking great. I mean, he averaged like 5.6 yards per carry, and he was super effective in the past game, right? Um, but it's like you didn't get anything from your receivers, and you're 100% right about that. Like, like Diggs, silent. Davis didn't even have a catch. Like Can't even recover a fumble. Like, And then Khalil Shakir – he didn't show up either. Like you can't, Deont- Deontay Hardy had like our longest our longest reception. Deontay yeah. Hardy. 
three fuck dude i i hate cursing on here but three snaps dude you're allowed three snaps for a guy like deonta hardy he's your fastest guy well maybe cook fine but i mean just three snaps that's what that's what we brought him here for and we're not using him right with the emergence i get it the emergence of shakir dawson knox is back guys he played the lowest uh, second lowest amount of snaps in his career but the snaps he took away were from Shakir. Shakir played right. just just under or just above 60%. He's been at 80% the past three, four weeks. So you're going to lose your slot receiver there with targets, with just playing time in general. For what? Three yards a target? Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, to your – like, so about Cook, the one thing I'm going to say about Cook that I, I that I think right now – and I don't know, like, like Diggs is obviously he's, he's, he's like forty yards away from becoming, I believe, the longest in Bills franchise history for a receiver, the most consecutive one thousand yard seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously the production has been there for Stephon Diggs. Yeah. He's had games where he's looked phenomenal. Um, the last couple of weeks, I mean, he has been Drop, dropping balls he shouldn't drops, but but I wasn't even touching. I'm gonna say like he's been. Not as much of a factor as he's been in. Can't in, get open. And I understand that's a defensive. That's that's a defensive scheme. You that's a guy you focus on, right? That's a guy that when you're going into the week, you're like, okay, we got we got to slow Stephon Diggs down. That's Josh's guy. I will say at this point, where, where we stand at this point in the NFL season for the Bills, I think your best play, playmaker on the field besides your quarterback is James Cook. Yep. I think James Cook is single handedly. Obviously, he gives you. He's giving you crazy yards per carry. He now is showing that he's super effective in the past game. I will tell you that I think he's going to be better than his brother. I really do. Like, if they use him correctly, he is the best playmaker on the field. Yeah. He is by far the best playmaker on the field. I need your thoughts on that. Yeah. I need your thoughts. I'm with you. I know you listen to 550. I've been banging the table with Brownie. He needs 25, 20 to 25 touches. The guy had 15 all, all uh, touches. A shot away from him. And then where where does he go? Did the Bills not listen to this podcast? It's just four point eight yards of carry, twenty eight yards, literally twenty eight in rushes. I don't rush get defense. it. Literally, my second talking point. And they shy away from him. Cook equals most dynamic player. He is man. I, I just I don't I don't understand why. And then Joe Brady. I don't know if you guys heard uh, Monday. He does uh, his interviews with the media. Mm-hmm. He, I, he said it last week or two weeks ago, whatever that. Oh, it's not a, it's not really a concern. We just, we couldn't get going, so we never substituted him back in. Uh, bullshit. You gotta find a way to get him on the field. I, I like, I, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Like if he's on the field for that Murray catch, by the way, craziest throw I've seen all year. That was a crazy play by Allen. Back against if, the wall. That's if, a touchdown. I was saying, literal. If, if back Cook against gets the, the ball, wall. I'm glad you said it. He's gone. Oh, that's yeah. a touchdown. He's gone. Why? Like. Can we do without Murray's, what's he get, about 15 to 17 snaps a game? Can we? We can so, do without that. Some might about, say Leonard Fournette. Say, what about, like, so, like, you could potentially see something like He's that. He's banging the table two weeks He in wants the ball, man. He wants to play. So, I'm not saying, but I, I think. Yeah. I think to your point, I think you can you can do without having, you can do without having him on the field. It's not, it's not him. It, it's, it's the fact that he's taking the snaps away from Cook because. That's, yeah. Yeah, he's not a he's not gonna protect you from a fucking blitzing linebacker. Yeah, no, it's not what you drafted him for. Right, I, like, can you take like there? You can move personnel. Like he can play the slot. 
throw Dawson Knox, throw Reggie Gilliam. Reggie Gilliam doesn't see the field at all, and he's pretty good, I, I will say. I think he's a playmaker. He can make plays, and he can block. Whenever he gets a chance. So, I mean, like, you don't like you don't need Murray there. That That's my thing. It's not a player thing. Like, I'd love to see Fournette, but – I just don't. So, I just don't so want the, the snaps about, to come away from Cook. Then that's that's where I can agree. Like, if if you really want to see this offense flourish, you you those carries that you're that, those looks that you're giving to um to what's his face Latavius Murray. Murray yeah. Um, you got it. You got to find a way to just give those to James Cook. Mm-hmm. Like James Cook, I, I I cannot tell you. I cannot say it enough that I think he's he's the best playmaker on the Bills' offense mm-hmm. right now. Like to this point, and and he's coming, he's coming into his own, and he's coming into his own at the right time. Now, one thing I want to say before you get into your point, real quick, because I don't want to forget this, is if the Bills run the table and they make the playoffs, and or somehow we win the division, mm-hmm. or so, whatever happens in the next four weeks, right? That play that Allen made, that throw that Allen made, that picture, we all know the picture mm-hmm. I'm talking about from behind him, where you see the two linemen, he's on, he's about to fall on the sidelines, little back against the wall. That will be the best picture. The most that single handedly, like you just said, backs against the wall. That I mean, that is that's just so badass. Is he getting shipped off the can? That that picture that that might yeah, be that might it be showed something. fuck fucking Kelsey's lateral that you want played <laughs> in a ceremony, fucking clown. Because that's a play, man. Uh, I got play. I got a question for both of y'all. How would this season play out if Joe Brady was our original OC all the way back to Week One? That's a good question. Um, I think that's I think that's tough, right? So our sample size is three games. Our sample size is now but top defenses, three really good defenses, and he's performed well, right? Now, I think we'll know more after this season's over as far as like we'll get a bigger sample size one, right? He'll have seven games under his belt as far as what what he was able to bring us and potentially the playoffs. Now, what I will say with him is, is like, it's just tough to see, to think about what he could have done because we just don't really know too much about what he's able to do. Um, and I mean, I, I bet you there's probably, game, it seems like this, this offense, Allen seems like he's back, he's like, he's back into his own. Like, he just feels like he's having a lot more fun on the field. I think we can all visibly see that. Yep. And maybe that makes a bigger difference in some of these games, right? Maybe if you have your quarterback playing the way he's playing in some of these games, I'm sure that makes a bigger difference. I just I don't know if there's enough to really say if the season looks any different. It sucks that we're that we, it sucks that we had to get rid of our offensive coordinator in the middle of the season because most of the time when teams do that, it, it doesn't end in a, in a successful season. So it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough situation to be in. It's a tough situation to be in. I bet you that maybe the offense plays a little better. You may, might win a game or two. More. I just I just want to point out that Joe Brady was was fired from Carolina and no team picked him up for anything. I just want to throw that out there. You saw this game in the second half, the aggressiveness of Joe Brady. I mean, we ran the ball. I have it in here, power football. I run the damn ball. The old Colts uh, run the damn ball. He gets away from it because he's kind of just like Allen where he gets antsy, wants the shot plays. So with that being said, he also has not found a way to get Stephon Diggs the football. So I don't know how the season necessarily would play out. I think we would not be in this position. You don't think I don't we've think, lot, lose six games yet. I don't think you lose to the Jets. I don't think you lose to the Patriots. Denver. That Jags game was weird. The you Jags probably, one I'll leave as an L just because it's London, it dude. I don't know. There's funky things go on there. But with that being said, like you said, three games, I don't know yet. But I like that question, though. What do you think? 
We definitely don't play safe. We don't. I feel like Joe Brady would offer us a lot more this year. We definitely would not lose six games, I'll tell you that right now. No, we wouldn't. We would probably be first in our division right now. Yeah. If I had a if I had a guess. Yeah. I think he he gets that drive to win. He's gonna be a great he got fired from Carolina because he passed too much. Yeah. I'd love to pass more than run. It depends, man, because we were it depends mauling. on the week. It depends um, on the week. Our oh, offensive on, line was straight ball. up moving grown men. I in that it. first half, the reason why Spags was able to get that much pressure is because it was pass, pass, pass. There was never a threat yes. of a run. Yeah. So when you have those old linemen dropping back in their pass pro, they can't fire off. That's true. The old linemen are kind of, I heard this from one of my – Coach Vermette, actually. I know you guys know Vermette. Oh, oh yeah. Big Vermette guy. He, he, the offensive line is kind of like the quarterback, kind of like Allen. They want to go maul. They want to go run the ball. They want to get out and and hit people. Mm-hmm. When they're dropping back, they're getting hit. They don't like. That's a good point. Don't it's point. it's kind of like a boxer, right? They they cover up. They're just you know they're getting hit. That's kind of what it is yeah. in pass pro. You know what I mean? I like it. So that's why when you see like Spencer Brown, he'll have a good. He'll have a really good solid first half. The more you get him that's dropping, the worse it gets for him because. Dude, he can't get off the ball. When when a guy like Chris Jones knows, you know, I got to just fire off and I know they're not running, dude, he's going to cause havoc. And that that's where I think you saw, and that's where Spags took advantage, sending all those blitzes. But, I don't know, man. I like Brady so far, so we'll yeah, see. I mean, Communication's going to get better as well. I know sample. we saw the clip of yeah. Josh Allen, what are we doing? I, I don't think McDermott and, and – um. Brady had the communication down quite yet. It's not there. Yet. So, but I mean, it'll come. Can, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say we're we're games, we're officially games. a month into into him being in this role. I mean, you gotta imagine. Yeah. He, and what they just hired, they just hired some assistant. That's a guy gonna, that was familiar with Joe Brady. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm sure there will be some some help there too. To, and then it'll probably clean things up a little bit. But I mean, you're you're 100 right. Like it it's it's just it hasn't been the cleanest thing yet because it's so new. Like like yeah. they had. It, it, I don't know. We're we're a month in. I mean, they've had three games and they had the bye week, so we're a month into seeing what 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 we got here. And uh, I mean, we we have a month left of this football. Two season. and one record with them, man. And, There's nothing uh, to I'll complain about. I'll, say, I'll take that, and it it should very well be three and zero. You know what we think about? This, yes. So. Yeah. Um, but like I said, two two. Well, speaking of records, Travis lost the pickums this week. The stipulation falls on him, and I think that brings us into weekly pickums. just like to start off by saying i had the titans beating the dolphins right right i have to say that i have to start off like that i have to point that camera's right on um and that brings us into thursday night football chargers at raiders easton stick led chargers they thought they were cooking something up here they thought the afc west might look a little bit easton stick and easton who easton stick and mcconnell on the marquee for the commercials, it was O'Connell, uh, Keenan Allen versus the uh, fucking how can I think of Devontae? Devontae Adams. Jeez, Devontae okay. Adams. Keenan is hurt. Okay, take him off the commercial. Thank God I have a bye week in fantasy. Boy, how's uh how's Josh Jacobs feeling? Boy. Hurt, hurt. 
Still questionable. That's all I know. What was it? Because he's also in fantasy. Uh, I can pull it up for you right now. I just got the notification that he went out. Yeah, I so what yeah, I didn't see. There's a night football. Come on, guys. I mean, <laughs> this is just something that we're really not. Give me the Raiders. We're not looking forward to picking a tie. Um, right. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Raiders here as well, only because the Chargers, you know, Easton Stick, they just look terrible with Easton Stick. They look yeah. terrible. They look terrible with Justin Herbert this year. They look terrible with Brandon Staley as their head coach, and quad. I mean, that's got to be coming to an end, right? It's got to. Yeah, I know. I tried to call it last week that he get fired. It will come. Can you just leave it on the board? It's got to stay on the board. It is, it it is must, coming. It might. It, the only other thing that I want to manifest the board, it. There's a, there's one other thing that I might have to put underneath it on the board because there might be a board statement coming up here oh, yeah, at some sure. point tonight. Um, but he's trying to go back to back. Brandon Staley, we'll we'll, we'll say get him sure. out. He's got to get out of here, and I think he's that's terrible. why the Raiders win. Yeah, I got the Raiders. So we got a Raiders watch. It was uh, his quad. The Raids. Quad. The Raids. It's a nasty one. All right, guys. Saturday football. There's some fun this week. All right. Saturday's got a good little lineup here. Vikings at Bengals. I mean, Vikings trying to keep a little bit of still bit of hope around. I got right? something for you guys about Jake Browning. Jake, right? Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. right. Jake Browning. Dude, he's kind of lighting it up. He's a, he's a Which baller. I saw on X, Twitter, whatever. Can't remember the guy's name. It wasn't like a verified account, but he... He pretty much just asked, he's like, do you pretty much just like, do you guys think that Joe Burrow is a truly a system, a system quarterback? quarterback? And it got me that, thinking. I've heard that float around. It got me thinking, how does a guy like Jake Browning come into this offense and just ball? Do you know his resume? Who? Uh, Browning? A little bit. Probably one of the greatest California high school quarterbacks yeah. of all time. Really? I found that out just a week ago because obviously mm-hmm. they are playing the Colts, so... Had to do a little digging because I was on – I couldn't figure out what the hell you was going to happen. you see his college career? Uh, a little bit. I know he played at Washington. He actually mm-hmm. played Gardner Minshew yep. in college. Um, and he won that battle as well. So. He – uh, it was like an up and down for him. I kind of knew just because we were doing mock drafts yeah, yeah. at work. But uh, I, I, he's not great, but he's not terrible. No. He's, he's no, like, what is that, Tim Boyle? <laughs> Who? <laughs> right? <laughs> Cut. He was a starter three weeks ago, out the league. He shouldn't out the have. League. He sh- frauded his way into the league. He, <laughs> he did. He did. I can't see myself picking the against the Bengals two weeks in a row. I, I think the Bengals go do Bengals. Win this game. I'm gonna take the Bengals. Um, I, I I understand. You know, both, even though both, we don't need it for yeah, Bills fans, yeah. but both, both teams are kind of fighting for their respective playoff lives here. Uh, Vikings desperately need one if they want to somehow stay yeah. in the mix. Nick Mullins, no Jettas. Um, yeah, not happening. Justin Jefferson, he he did a quick Homer Simpson. He he. Wait I don't got a camera on. Oh, <laughs> wait a second, Homer's in the room. I was gonna bring it up later, but I mean I can hit one of these real quick. Homer's, Homer's in the room. All right, for those of you watching right now, please just promise us that you won't tune out as soon as you see this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I was gonna ask you later on, like, what. Do you, how does it feel just sitting there like him just staring over your shoulder like that? Honestly, I kind of I, I kind of forgot about it until I made the Homer Simpson comment. But uh, that's my guy. Uh, he looks like he's throwing us a little handshake here. How you doing? What do you think he oh, predicts he over there? Um, it looks like he's got something to say. What's that? Hold on. Don't. He's got the Bills winning the AFC East. Kind of crazy. <laughs> 
crazy. Thanks, Homer. Yeah, Homer. appreciate Homer. Simpsons are never wrong. That's nuts. The Simpsons never are never wrong. Holy shit. Oh my god. That's a great point. Oh my god, Homer. Homer knows something that we don't. The Simpsons always know something before we do. Homer's Whoa. got the Bills winning the AFCs, and I think Homer's right. I love it. Bills won the East. Um, We're gonna come back to this. We, Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what this could turn into in a couple of weeks here would be Simpsons crazy. Simpsons never wrong. Um, what kind of ass is that? Life size? That is quite literally. That is that is a, a fairly large Homer Simpson next to me. Uh, I feel like Homer in real life, he'd be like he'd be a lot six taller. Two, six yeah. three. He's, he's, he might he might he might be beast. as tall as I am. Could be. But this Homer is not as tall as I am. But this sitting down next to this Homer Simpson. Are you sure that's Homer? That might be Santa. Hmm. I mean, Do we think about that? I mean, we got to get up. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> 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 I fucking love this stuff. <laughs> I love this play. All right, well, he made his prediction. So. I love this play. Homer Simpson dropping his, dropping his prediction. We'll put it on the board for Homer. Um, Steelers <laughs> at Colts, a huge game for the Buffalo Bills here. Can you guys tie? Or yeah. it's Please? just like, yo, either team you can lose. You might not want that. I don't know if you want that when it comes down to it. Either team can lose here, and I'm going to say that the Colts get a win here. I just think the Steelers. The Steelers are not good. Let's be honest here. Oh. Well, I'm watching I'm watching, I'm watching. watching that Thursday night game this past week, right? And I'm thinking. I didn't even watch it. I'm like, God. I'm like, there's no way the Patriots win this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And oh, they get their boy, third win. They get their third win. Boy, was I wrong. Billy B had to prove something. I, I, I quite literally cannot tell you how loud and clear you could hear on the broadcast them calling for Mason Rudolph in the crowd. Not that I think that that's <laughs> really any better than what you got. Maybe it is because you got nothing right now, Steelers fans. Yeah, you got nothing from the quarterback position. You had nothing when Kenny Pickett was in there. You got even even worse. <laughs> when Mitch Trubisky was in there. By the way, Bills fans, we never had to we never had to endure that. He sat on the bench the whole entire season. He came in. He came in when we were blowing teams out, yeah. which I miss doing that. But we never had to see Mitch Trubisky under center like that. So give me Colts. Um, yeah, give me the uh, Colts here. I'll also go Colts. Hey, I got a quick stat. Uh, Colts haven't beat the Steelers since 2008. Saw that. So that's kind of that's yeah. what worries me a little Hold bit. On. But at the point where the let me go Steelers steal, are man. at this season, I'm pretty confident about this one. Confident. You should be. Homer's telling me something, Tank. Colts make the playoffs. Oh, please. He says the Colts are going to win this game. I didn't ask no. him. He didn't, he didn't get into the playoff situation. He didn't get into the whole playoff situation. We'll, we'll, we might get there with it. And a quick plug real quick. Pl- quick plug. We're actually doing some, something pretty fun this week in the Tank Talk podcast. We're having our uh, old buddy Hefe boss up. And for those of you who don't know, he's a local Buffalo rapper. Huge Steelers fan. As soon as we've seen this game get announced for Saturday, uh, we knew we had to do something. So we're doing a little watch-along, pre-recorded thing. Here at Emerge Saturday, so that should be out by like sometime next week. So keep an eye out for that. Going oh, to be quite entertaining, nice. quite entertaining. Nice. Nice. Can't wait to tune into that. That's definitely going to be a good time. Um, and that brings us to our final Saturday game: Broncos at Lions. Bills need the Lions here, but the Lions—they need themselves. I was say, they <laughs> might need themselves here because they—they're frauds. I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said. Detroit fans, I'm sorry because you might be coming after me here. Frauds. Frauds is the. Best I have the been smacking the the Lions money line all year, and I can't do it anymore, dude. Yeah. They're letting me down yeah. so. They, they lost to Chicago yeah. right now, and I, and, I, and I and I will sit here and say, Jeans got me wanting to pick the Bears later on. I might have to, right? 
But the Lions, I don't think I can pick the Lions here. And Denver's starting to heat up. Yeah, like they've like they've been yeah. heating up. You're making me switch my pick. But Yo. Denver looks like Denver looks like a better team in the AFC West. Just one that. game out of the AFC West. You're welcome, yeah. Denver. You're welcome. We made it a little bit better for you. But you guys are making it better for yourselves. Yeah. Because they are starting to just they're they're beating yeah. some dogs. I mean, they beat the Chiefs early on in the season. They beat us early on in the season, and they're they're. That's, I think that's that. I think the Broncos. You're making are, me switch my pick. The Broncos are one of the teams that probably will make. I'm going the Broncos wild card. too. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Go so I just want to know. So far, uh, you guys picked the teams that you probably should be rooting to lose. Yeah. Oh, I, I just want to point. Hey, it man, out. we're realists around here, man. I, just, I love. No, I love this. It. It's not happening. Yeah. Because on my show, we, we like to, we we like to pick the teams we want to win. <laughs> really don't need any of these teams to. It, it won't matter as long as we, we control our own right. If we win out, we control we're good. Destiny. We can If we lose to the Cowboys, then we kind of have to hope for a couple of things. Oh. But, I, you know, at this point, I, I feel like I think I kind of have the same feeling as you guys. Is I, I, I think we're pretty confident we're going to beat the teams we have to beat. And yeah. So it, it feels eerily like the 2021 season. It sure like, does. Like and here we are. We're sitting at the same through through thirteen games in twenty twenty one. Thirteen games. We're sitting at seven and six. So identical records, no. and we're sitting the same spot where we are with the division. Mm-hmm. We are one game back from, well, what two games back? We're two technically two. But the good news yeah. is we have the head to head on them, yep. and we play them one yep. more time. Yeah. So it feels exactly because I mean that's exactly what it was like in twenty twenty one, where you know you needed you needed New England to just drop a game, then going into Foxborough, you just needed to beat them. The division's yours, mm-hmm. and here we are with Miami. Just need them to lose a game, and they don't have a relative. They the Bills have an easier Cowboys uh, easier Ravens. Last Last four games than the um, than the Dolphins have. I mean, because the Dolphins, like, yeah, we Cowboys, played the Cowboys. Ravens. Yep. Yeah, they, then us. Yeah, they've got a tough four game slate here. All four of those teams, I could easily see them losing a, a game or two there. Like, they just lost Connor Williams. His ACL. ACL. Yep. So that's that's, yep. that's, that's going to hurt. I know Tyreek Hill's day to day. They signed um, Melvin Ingram. They did sign Melvin Ingram. The weird oh, thing met. about signing a defensive lineman. He's a Bills killer. So I will say this. The weird thing, like I. I understand you sign a guy like that to make like to help with like a late season push. I just think it's like it's so tough to sign a guy in December and be like, okay, you're gonna step. We need you to step in. Like he's missed training camp. He's missed mini camp. He's missed the whole entire season. This is the first as team. far as being with the team. Am, am I right or wrong about that? I, I believe so. I don't I think say, he ever got picked. up. I was gonna say so. He's jumping in. He's jumping in December. Like this is the most important football for all 32 teams. Well, 31 NFL teams, or 32 teams eliminated? Uh, Panthers, Patriots. So two teams are eliminated. So the most important month for all of football across across the board. I, I just don't think he probably jumps in and makes some massive, massive uh, difference. I, it's just, maybe, it's so maybe, maybe playoff time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that may exactly week seventeen, eighteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah um, I'm. St- it's starting to become a trend in the league. I before I don't want to take too much time on this, but. Um, you seen it last year with Ndamukong Sue going to the mm-hmm. Eagles, Linval Joseph, who's now mm-hmm. on the Bills. So I mean, maybe he can come in and make the. He, I think he played there previously. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. So, like yeah, so yeah. I mean, maybe he's familiar. Or whatever they got, JPP over there too. Yeah. I don't know, but if there was a guy they could throw on your team just live in December, he'd be one of them. But I mean, still not easy. Right. Easier said yeah. than done. Right. Um, and that does lead us into the. Wait a minute. We didn't pick. Did we pick? I thought we were I thought we were going Broncos. Oh, and I'm going with the fraud ass Lions. 
Oh, well, slam on the money line again. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna thought, do it again. Uh, the, only, the only, the only reason, the only reason I thought, I thought we were going Broncos, and he, he switched his pick. So that's that's. Oh, just because I was calling him fraud. Yeah. So no. you're going Lions. Fooled. Yes. Got you. He fooled me. He persuaded me. I had I, Lions down. I was gonna. You got to change I, for me. I tried to persuade myself, and I'm I'll still hitting the money line. <laughs> oh, Travis just said he'll change for me. What a guy, man. Love Thank it. you, buddy. All right. Thank you, buddy. All right. One o'clock slate on Sunday. The game I got circled, Jets at Dolphins. The Dolphins just dropped a, a dud on, thir- on on this past Monday night. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the stat. What was it? Leading with under three minutes left by two, two touchdowns. 14 points. 762? points. I thought it was like 0 and 767. Yeah, something. 67. Um, crazy number. And now it is 1 and 767 because the Titans, they delivered for us. Will Levis delivered for us. I will say – Rabel delivered for us. I love you go down the field as fast as you did. You go for two and make it a six-point game so that if you get a touchdown, you take the lead. I love that mindset from the head coach. Your team's four and eight. You almost virtually have nothing to play for, and you go down there and you get it done. You 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 win on prime time, and I think Will Levis, I'm going to be honest, I think that guy's legit. Not that I want to spend so? a bunch of time on, on the Titans right now, but the <laughs> Dolphins – are we seeing the December fall down from the Miami Dolphins? Just like last year. I don't think. Is this, is I don't this? think this week though. I'm be honest with you. You guys are going Jets. I got the oh. Jets. I got the Jets. 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 You they can't get persuaded again. I'm not getting persuaded. Okay. They topped the Dolphins here. I mean, big injuries. Zach Wilson played good. He, he did. He did. He's he coming off of really beating the Texans, good. man. He He's coming really off. good. All we've heard is C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, and the Houston Texans. They're a problem Concuss, over concuss, there. concuss. Okay. <laughs> you got me three fucking fancy points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it, James. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Jets defense, that Jets defense uh, is going to give Miami a hard time. Tyreek Hill banged up. He already said in his press conference. He's, he's feeling it in the ankle, okay? He's been feeling it. He's banged up. Tank I think, said they're I think, nothing without Tyreek. I think there's a little they bit are. more. I think there's a little bit more. There than what than what we know, I just think that Jets defense they are going to give the Dolphins a hard time. It's one of those things. And I, hope I, Wilson, I hope I'm wrong. If Zach Wilson plays a sliver of the way that he played, he had he's coming off his best game as a quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If he plays a sliver of the way he did, they definitely beat the Dolphins. I'm picking the Jets here. I hope I'm wrong. I'm confidently picking the Jets. I hope here. I'm wrong. I'm with you. I like I like I like <laughs> fins by what. The fraud fins. Uh, the spread. The doll frauds. Like ten and a half, but if Ty- Tyree's definitely gonna make a difference, so we'll see. Yeah, they're frauds too. Texans at Titans. Titans coming up. So he's praising the Titans over here. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so you like that? So in AFC South, I know it's a little different for the AFCs, but AFC South, like Indy's run, if they ran at the table for so long, other than just previously with with the Titans as as a recent. So there's no real like like yeah rivalry, but there's just really nothing to it. But what makes the Colts Titans a rivalry is how the fans acted when they went on that run. So ever since then, fuck them. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this is CJ Stroud gonna play this week? Don't know. Does it like, like that's like that's, that's got to be a question. That, like question that, protocol that changes a I little bit so. for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and say that Will Levis. Like against the Dolphins, just looked. He 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 made some poor decisions. I mean, he threw in a, he threw a pick six to. Oh, he to tried to give Miami hey, the game. Modern so, day Carson Wentz. Yeah, he he made <laughs> he made he made some poor decisions. But as all quarterbacks make poor decisions, our quarterback, our Lord and Savior Josh Allen, makes poor decisions. 
but he's a damn good quarterback. Will Levis, he's got that dog in him, man. He's got that dog in him. And I seen it come out on Monday Night Football. A little puppy. And guess what? And I'm sure not that not that you're a Titans guy over there, Tank, but oh, I know no. for a damn fact I know for a damn fact of these two puppy. teams you want to see the Titans win. It really doesn't matter to me. I mean I got the Titans winning. I got the Texans. If I'm, CJ even if CJ doesn't play, that's even the if, question. Even if CJ Stroud plays, give me the Titans. Mm. Even if he plays. I'm gonna go It's gonna be close for Yeah, somewhere. I'm gonna go Titans just cause no tank Dell. Yeah, her shout out Stroud's Nico Collins got hurt. Nico Collins is going to be questionable. Shit, I mean, might, you guys might. Uh, they're just late, banged up. They are right, so banged up. up. There's no consequence next week, so it's fine. <laughs> no, other than the fact that me and John are starting to creep back up on you. Yeah, a little bit. Getting there. Feels good, John. Feels good. Love it. We're starting to just get a little closer. I'm with Travis. Um, yeah, fuck him. Thank you. Fuck Titans. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, you. Texans? No, I'm Titans, oh, man. Tighten up, man. Tighten up. Tighten up out of here. Tighten up. Buccaneers at Packers. Frauds. Bunch of frauds. So sick. You say that for every team so far? Kind of. (laughs) Jordan Love has drawn me in (laughs) and bit on my dome piece. He draws you in and then just kicks you out. Just just like I I get evicted every time. He does. He's just. He sucks. I'm be honest with you. Oh, my God. Because you're right. He pulls you in. And he's like, oh, my yeah. God, okay, we're starting to see Jordan Love come yeah. to his own. And then he just shits all over it. Yeah, yeah. Like, fine. Monday Night Football was a prime example. Are they playing? Not that, oh. again, I, I will say, Jordan Love left the field, winning the game. Defense doesn't stop. Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito, something That's DeVito. Tommy Cutlets. Hey, hey. Tommy Cutlets. Hey. You see his agent? <laughs> that's, that's great. I, I hope that that's actually, real. I think it's fake, but I hope it's real. I thought I thought that was his brother. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's fake, but. It was still fun. I would say because because they because on TikTok. Why is it fake, bro? Like, no, no. I'm yeah, it's not, real, right? dude. No, that's no, no, no. his agent on TikTok. He's, on he's TikTok, Italian. yo, on TikTok, I was uh, there's like this Giants fan, big big Italian Giants fan that like has doing? like a decent following. How you doing? Um, and he and he posted a video and he was like, oh, I'm here with this. I'm here with the, Tommy DeVito is the name, right? Like I'll, yeah, I got I got to start respecting the guy a little bit. Nah, he's winning some football Danny, games. Dude. You got Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm here with Danny DeVito's dad, and then he goes, I'm here with his brother. It's like, so I don't know what's going on there, but they look kind of alike. Just go with the storyline. Now, let me let me say this. That's though. his agent. He has let a guy for this. everything. <laughs> you, you see how we sit on this podcast, and we call him Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, something DeVito. There was a press conference where they sat, and they sat <laughs> like in front they, they sat in front of Kayvon Thibodeau's locker room, I mean locker, and they were interviewing him, and the, and the, the reporter goes, yeah, like, what, what do you feel about Danny DeVito's uh, – they called him Danny DeVito <laughs> twice. <laughs> I feel like in, we started that, bro. In, 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 dude, I can't. I, I've been second, saying that since day one. In the second question, he goes, "Oh, has Danny has Danny given you any <laughs> suggestions on Italian restaurants?" Kayvon Thibodeau goes, "Yeah, Danny really hasn't. Uh, you know, like, he hasn't really given me any spots, and that's kind of like my my beef against him oh, right now." Shit. Even he called him Danny DeVito. Yeah, Th- they don't even know what his name is. Who the fuck is this guy? How we doing? Who the fuck is this? That's guy? Tommy. And that's Cutlass. why I'm taking the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, give me the Bucks. We haven't had that game yet. So <laughs> we are now. Give, give me the Bucks. Yeah. All right. I love. Wanna, I love when we go. Speaking of fucking Johnny Cutlets, <laughs> I love when we go. Speaking of Danny these. DeVito, the Giants and Saints. Are you know good. what his run reminds me of, bro? How we doing? This is like Lynn Sanity all over again, but NFL. At some <laughs> point, at some point, it's gonna have a like a tremendous collapse. At some point, it is. 
There's oh, no yeah, way for this, sure. There's no way this keeps going, right? I don't no. I don't want to be a hater. I love it. Hey, how you doing? I love all that, but this is going to end at some point. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, going it to come crashing down. I said this to Tink, too. He's got his own beer. Oh, Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, DeVito. Donnie? Yeah. Danny, Donnie, Tommy. Donnie, Tommy, Tom, Tom, Johnny. I don't know what something. the guy's name is. How are you doing? Can I, I say it one more time, dude? The Saints cool. are frauds too. Oh. <laughs> How are they frauds? I was oh, got deleted. There, there might be. Oh, damn it! I don't know. They just start. Are the Falcons frauds too in the next game? They just stink. Wait, did you pick? You guys pick? Oh, no, no, we didn't. But I'm just wondering because, oh, like, you were right. There's frauds all across hey, the board for this guy. I mean, it's the NFC South, so you know. Yeah. All right, so Giants Saints. I'm going Saints. I'm going Giants. How uh, you g- doing? Give me. How you doing? Give me Tommy, whatever his name is. Tommy John surgery. Travis has a few. Uh, Give me cutlets. Here. Yeah. Yeah, he's either gonna pull I'm away brave. or we're gonna be right back in it. I'm brave. <laughs> either way, I'm with it. How how <laughs> we doing? Probably not good. I see the game plan. I see it. Travis Falcon. against the world. Falcons at Panthers. God, the Panthers oh, were just such God. a joke this year, man. Right, give me the pit. No, the kidding. Panthers just the Panthers are just blessing the Bears. Yeah. Blessing the Bears with a really good pick. I don't know if you guys have been noticing though. Bryce Young has been playing better. He is. He's finally starting to play better. I feel bad for the, the guy. The only though, thing yeah. is, I don't think you could plug any quarterback in that system right now, and they'd be successful. No, they're a mess. Ah. They're um, a mess. That offensive line is a mess. Their weapons are a mess. That's why I don't think it's really fair for Brace Young. Oh, you can judge them next year. Right. It, 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 they're going to be a mess next year, too. A uh, year after that. And it, all right, I'm all with right, it. Fair enough. <laughs> after his rookie contract's over with. You could yeah, the it. third year, because they don't, they don't have their yeah. pick next year. So yeah. So... I'm gonna go Falcons here. Well, not that yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter has easily been just kind of just a disappointment. Just, not this week. He's another guy that kind of draws you in, like there's something there, and 26 then twenty-six just... points on my bench. Twenty-three, twenty-six. Yeah, well, points he did ball this week, but didn't they? Did they win? I don't know. He's still ball for fantasy. I still. I don't know. He's a fraud. Uh, I don't pay. Lost. I, I would say I don't pay attention to the NFC. Twenty-nine, twenty-six. Isn't, isn't that mm. team? Aren't, isn't, aren't the top teams like six and seven? Like. I don't yeah. really pay attention to the NFC yeah. South. Man. No, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's still a joke. Uh, sad thing is, there's the other teams in NFC South are still in the playoff picture. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that says a lot about the NFC. Yep. Bears at Browns. Speaking of playoff picture, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, need the Browns to lose. And I'm going the Chicago Bears. I went Browns. Right on. Give me Gene. 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 I'm going for Gene. I love Gene. Going Browns, right? Yeah, give me, give me Joseph Flacco. He's Joe Flacco's balling. <laughs> give me Joe, Joe Flacco. He's balling. Give me Joe Flacco. Going Browns. He... Yeah, you guys aren't persuading me. No, I wouldn't want to. That's cool. Yeah, you guys aren't persuading. You stay over there. Yeah, I will. I'm still. I still think Fields is terrible. Give me, give me Dubbers. I think they trade him this season, right. off season. Uh, yeah, I think they shot. almost have to. Not a shot. Not a shot. Huh? We had a wild take. Maybe they build around them. Yep, that's my take, too. Take. Well, they tried. Well, they're, around. they're trying to. Pulled the route. What? Good. Homer Simpson tells me they're building around him. He's terrible. Homer Simpson's never wrong. They're going to be an interesting conversation in the offseason. They're not trading him. Not a shot. I'd ship him out. I would, I would get rid of I'd him. I'd trade him for, like, a fucking I'd, Slim Jim. I'd, or E-Refuse. I'd get rid of him before. i get the Macho Man Randy Savage Slim Jim. Something like that. Anything but fields. Chiefs at Patriots. Yeah, okay. The Chiefs, yeah, they lost two in a row, right? They're not losing three. Nah, give me the Chiefs. It would have been so cool for Patrick Mahomes to finally lose three games in a row. 
if this wasn't the Patriots coming. Yeah, if they didn't have to play the Patriots. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Now, yeah. I would say Travis isn't going to sit here. He's not going to give us a free win. He's going to go with the Chiefs. I wish he was going to do that. Good one. Chris, Travis. we want you back in Travis, this. Travis, you should do it. I'm going Patriots. Travis, do it. Do it. Nope. 49ers at Cardinals, the first game of the 4 p.m. slate. 49ers at Cardinals in the – come on. Yeah. That's the best team in the NFL. I'm not talking about the Cardinals. No doubt. Give me the Niners. The 49ers. I had 49ers fans, by the way, in that Big Dom video in the Philadelphia Niners. video. Had a lot of Niners fans that were, like, respecting us because I we shouted them. We shouted out the 49ers in that video as well. And we said that they're coming out of the NFC. Because yeah, you, hey, you said fuck Big Dom, too. <laughs> I love Big Dom, but I, this, this I is love a, this, the Niners. This is a podcast that is definitely supported by the 49ers fans, I'd say. And apparently Good, there's a man. Chiefs fan out there that, that, that was, was listening I, to us. I I openly say, man, the Niners are my second team. I I, 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 I well, I'll say I'll say if the Bills years. if the Bills, Bills are out, the Super Bowl I root for them. I'll root for the 49ers. I'll Thank you, man. Join the band. If I didn't have financial ties to the Buffalo Bills, Niners would be my second team. I appreciate that, man. Nice. Yeah. You're feeling good right now. Got everybody on it. Yeah. This week, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. There's not no contradicting there. We're, I we're feel like it's been like nice. that for me since Kaepernick was playing. So I, I, I was gonna say I absolutely loved Kaepernick. It was fun watching him. I, it was fun watching him. Yeah. yeah he was just exciting, man. He was. Like, he was. I loved like all the tattoos, bro. It was just it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Like Slay that was roll, that was a, that was an era of football that was Slay like roll. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Why is that? What? Well, well, Travis? What? Travis, what's I mean, what? why can't oh, I like all those tattoos? Or big, his big muscles. What's big the muscles. I don't think you know what I'm doing. <laughs> Every time Colin Kaepernick scored, he used to always do. Oh, I know, I know what you're doing. I was just making a joke out of you. Don't get it. You don't get it. You're, you're being a little it. flirtatious. You got a little muscle. You're trying to say that I want Colin Kaepernick back in the league? Because no. you're goddamn right I do. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Bring him back in See, the I league. I was on that boat, but I think it's too late. Yeah, it's way it's too over. late. Now, it's over. Yeah. It's over. We're about to be in 2024. The guy hasn't yeah. touched the football since 2016. Yeah. It's over. Um, Commanders at Rams. I got the Rams. Give me the Rams. Whose house? You're the Rams. Rams house. When when Gene was talking, man, I, I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, dude. I think the Rams are a very good team, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. I like it. I like, I like that. It. Cowboys at Bills. Most important mm. game of the week. You guys go first. Oh, boy. <laughs> Give me the fucking Bills. I'm going Come Bills on. by a billion. This team, Trav. this team right here, they know what's on the line. They know what's on the line, and I I hope you go Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. I, I was gonna say I'm I not. I don't. That. I don't want. I don't want you to. I don't want you to get persuaded at all. I don't want me to be wrong, but you got you got the right. Buffalo Bills who know what's on the line. The Miami Dolphins just lost on Monday Night Football. That. They now see there is a not a clear path, but there is a much clearer path to now yep. winning your division and potentially hosting a playoff game. That's on the table. That almost didn't seem like it was on the table 48 hours ago, right? Mm-hmm. This game just got so much more important. I agree. This game just got that much more important. And when Buffalo has an important-ass football game, those fans show up. Those fans show up, and that atmosphere is going to be amazing. I cannot wait to be there. I, I quite literally, the whole entire day at work, people make fun of me. They say I fantasize at work. I am mm-hmm. fantasizing this week because my Buffalo Bills are going to kick the shit out the Dallas Cowboys. And and I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Kick the shit. We're winning the game, <laughs> man. We're winning the game. Shit. Joe Brady's going to run the damn ball, and we're going to win the game. Uh, yeah, no, he better throw the damn ball. <laughs> they are very deceptible to the deep degrees, ball. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I will say, I will say he does. 
you could say that they yes they do need to throw the ball. You could say that okay they got a great defense line. They do. They need to run the damn ball. They've been they've been, they they ran the ball on the Eagles and and they 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 were the they put up the best run game plan on the on the Eagles before that game that anybody else nobody else ran the ball on the Eagles the way that the Bills did. And I hope the Bills run the ball on the Eagles. I mean the Cowboys. I got. We'll, we'll jump into that, but I'm going Bills. Yeah, I'm going I, Bills. I can't pick the Bills all 17 weeks. I got to be a little bit – I got to come down to earth a little bit. Okay. They, they're going to let the Cowboys – even if they're up, they're going to let the Cowboys hang in there. And even on the road, the Cowboys are bad on the road, but you just can't let the Cowboys hang around. Yeah, um, the Bills – the Bills aren't gonna let that happen. Okay, not, I hope not I'm wrong. Not Orchard Park. Not in Orchard <laughs> Park. I hope I'm wrong. Not in Orchard Park. The Bills. The Bills have played besides. My mic's on, right? Besides that Broncos game, Travis. The Bills have played their best football at one Bills drive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank oh, shit. And the Cowboys have played their he's worst trying, football. He's trying to convince you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a little bit shocked that you're don't going care. the Cowboys. I have to. I have to come down to earth sometime. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I respect. I gotta be realistic. I'm happy. I'm happy. Cowboys are playing very, very good right now. I need to catch up. I'm happy you're going the Cowboys. Okay. You're not gonna be happy someday. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna kick the piss out of the Cowboys, but I'll take them to win the game. You know I go on rolls, and and (laughs) that's where I like to go on the roll, and I like. I just think my thought process. My thought process is the typical Bills. They're not gonna win out. They're gonna wait until all the way until Week 17 to take the division over. That's that's just my thought process. I it's a typical hey, Bills. Hey, as long as if the Bills lose to the Cowboys, as long as the fucking fraud Finns lose to them too, we're all good. So, I would agree to that. But uh, we saw, we've we've seen it. We've seen it where the Bills lose a game and it just they, it motivates them to just go on this. Game. I hope. We've seen it every single season in the last like three four years. Noticeably, my favorite one to where they went on the tear was when we lost on the Hale Murray. Mm-hmm. And they went on just a long tear into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then my my favorite season is the twenty twenty one season. I love that they were seven and six, and then they went on a tear. They're seven and six here. They're going to go on a tear, and they are going to beat the Cowboys. I'm history, with it. History repeats it's, itself. It's, I'm with it. It's history does repeat itself, and it's it's going to continue on Sunday. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, Ravens and Jaguars. The, the Ravens at Jaguars. I I the Jaguars. Man, you want to talk about frauds? You want to talk frauds. About frauds? That is a fraud. I agree. The Ravens will win this game. The Ravens, that's the best team in the AFC. The Ravens are the best team in the AFC. As long, the only team stopping the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. That's the only team that can beat them, and that's when they beat themselves. That's a good football team. I'm going to give them props. I'm going to give them credit where credit's due. I shit on Lamar Jackson a lot, right? And I will say he's having a solid season, and that team, I, that team's virtually, they're the best team in the AFC. Like I think that's clear as day. I'm going Ravens. They're, they're Ravens. the most well-rounded team. I'm gonna go Ravens here. That's true. What do you say? Colts beat them. You did. You did. Shut you, up. You did beat them. It, it must feel good to beat the best team in the AFC. Yeah, give me the Ravens also. And then the Eagles at Seahawks. I can't agree with Gene anymore. I think yeah. the Seahawks are frauds. frauds. And what's I, the fraud count? Why do you go back and count? We got a counter. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. We might, we might. We we'll might, have to go back and look. We'll we might actually have to count those ones. Yeah, we'll go back and look. Are we going Eagles across the board here? Yes. Yeah. I like it. I'm just gonna count these splits up real quick because we got. I don't know what it is, man. I just that that word's just stuck in my head. Fraud. 
Was six it like splits. And they're Travis most, is on. Travis is on the, the opposite end of a lot of them. Let's go, Travis. It's Travis versus Bill's the world. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love it, man. I like it. That's not a terrible week of football. I forgot that they had three games on Saturday yeah. this week, which it sucks that I work, but when I get out of work, that's pretty badass. Um, and I, there, there's a rumor that I might be going over to your place on Saturday. And if I go over to your place, I expect hopefully to be able to watch some football. It'll be on. So um, that'll be badass, man. That's what interesting in the stretch that we got here. I'm looking forward to this week. Obviously, big week for the Bills. Every week's going to be big for the Bills the next four weeks. But yep, That's right. But this week is big because it's this week, and it's the game that we can control because it's this week. And uh, It's also the game we're going to see a shirtless Travis up in the stands. Shirtless Travis. I'm just glad that I'm going to be down in the 100s and I don't got to sit near that. <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, get better, bro. It's 40 degrees. Pick a little bit better, bro. It could be a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse in December. You you lucked out, bro, for sure. The the weather has just been completely mild compared to what it normally is. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) What? You know what? You know what? There was once there something this week that you were saying that was pissing me off. Oh, no, I was pissing you off. What What did you say this week that I was just pissing you off for like a whole, a whole, we were playing PlayStation the other night, right? I was and getting on his nerves. No, 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 no. You you got on my nerves once. It was over Sean McDermott. And then I just I I just I just went after you the whole entire night, the rest of the night. Okay, listen. This dude was straight bashing Sean McDermott for forty five minutes straight. We beat the Chiefs. Good job, Sean McDermott. Oh my god, Sean McDermott's the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> he switched up so fast. Okay, so not even I'm not gonna Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Let me let let me explain. Let me explain. I like Sean McDermott. I love him. Let me explain. I understand where I'm. I still. I still. I'm I just, still. Every time he brought up Sean McDermott, that, mm-hmm. Sean McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Because he's Big about. To, he's about to give. <laughs> he's about to show us Bills fans what the hell is up, and he's gonna go on this historical run. Is man. he gonna do it or? And and let me let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. I I I. I not gonna say I jumped the gun as far as this whole Sean McDermott stuff because trust me, I'm still sitting there like. Do I want to go to the playoffs and get bounced out? No, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And it could still very well happen this year. And odds are, being a Bills fan is probably what is going to happen, right? <laughs> but <sighs> it was just me being me. I got in the PlayStation party. Chris was all giddy. Very happy on Sunday. <laughs> very happy. In a great mood. In a great mood. <laughs> oh the Bills just beat the Chiefs. They did. I was, I, I was very world. happy, too. It was my first day to be able to release but to he, the real world with this whole COVID thing. I was he, a happy guy. He was giddy, and I was like, I brought it down a few notches. Oh, he brought it down a lot of notches. A lot of notches. It was just me being me. Yeah. Shout out to you. We're, we're going to jump into this Who's the Man segment, and you're probably just going to be you here, too. <laughs> who's the man? And when I say he's going to be him, he's not going to be him. He's going to be his normal self. <laughs> And he's just gonna let John catch up. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna kick us off this week because I, I, I hope Travis gets this and I don't, man. Like I wanna kick I'm it not off. Going to, there's a, I'll, there's a high chance I don't get. it. I wanna kick it off this week because you guys are either gonna get mine or you guys aren't. And like it's just That's there's the not, game. I think it, that yeah. is the game. But That's like it's but when I say like who's the man? But like when I say it, like I feel like you guys are either gonna get it fast okay. or you're just not gonna get okay. it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, gotcha. All right, my guy. Went to USC. Uh, Drafted second overall in the 2006 NFL draft. 
Yeah, it was five. Second overall. Okay. Bro, don't overthink this one. Played for the Saints, Dolphins, Lions, 49ers, and then Bills. My bad. What was the first team? Saints. And that is in order. You already got it, don't you? Yeah, it was off, off the college. God really? The <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck? Second one gave it away. I don't know about you guys. So, second overall pick. Second overall pick? What? You're, you're overthinking. I'm not be... saying nothing else because I'm going to give it up. Right. I have no clue. All right. Line number four. Became the 17th player in NCAA history to gain 2,000 all-purpose yards twice in their collegiate career. Okay. Did not gain one positive yard for the Buffalo Bills. What the fuck? No way you don't get this. I, I cannot put it anymore on a the silver The first two was oh. it. The first two was it. No, first two wasn't it. No. So, wow. I thought I wasn't going to get past you with the 2006. first two. 2006. You, you, so... Do you have it? Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you have it in your head? No. You are oh. going to be so pissed off. Wow. I, 2006 is... So it was the Saints, two thousand and six. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna walk out. I swear to God. Should I? Get, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. He was the Saints. Name the teams. It, it was the Saints. Drafted by the Saints. Played for the Dolphins. Played for the Lions, 49ers, and then oh, the ended Dolphins. his career with the Bills. From the Dolphins. Who drafted him? The Saints. The Saints. I gave oh, the you Saints. Order. Okay. Two thousand six. Second overall. Saints. Did not game one. Play, I'll, I'll even help you out the just because now I, I have to play for the Bills in twenty sixteen. Huh? Played for the Bills in 2016. John, I thought John was the college football I was gonna say, guy. As soon as, I thought after I ripped off the first two, I was like, uh, oh, shh. He did not gain one positive yard for the Buffalo Bills. And he only played 2016 for the Bills. I don't, oh, god damn it, man. That pissed me off. I got mm-hmm. it. God damn it. It, it will piss me off. Yeah, it, it will. That done ticked me off. You just, you just, I mean... We gotta. We can't. We can't have. Normally, I'm not. I'm not this vocal during this segment. Like this. Yeah, I, I, that I, was. I think I. The first that. two was like. You just let me know when you're. Will you let me know when you're ready to sp- have John oh, spit off his answer? You already said we can't have all day. Go. Tell us. Is it? Is it Reggie Bush? It's Reggie Bush. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah I overthought that so bad. Reggie Bush finished the, yard, finished Reggie. the Bills with negative yards. Yep. Yes, he did. <laughs> That pissed me off, go. And he was second overall. <laughs> K- Casey did get it. Reggie Bush. I'm be honest with you. I, I, I feel like a lot of people definitely. Too, really? You know, th- I don't know why. I, like, I can literally picture him in a in a Trojans uniform. For whatever reason, I convinced myself he was 2005. I don't know. You guys ready? Whatever. I'm over it. I got it. Super Bowl champion. <sighs> yes, sir. His college is Stanford. Washington, it was the Redskins, now it's Commanders. Second round of the 2014 NFL Draft. He is a defensive end. Two teams, Washington and Buffalo. He was in Washington 2014 to 2017, and Buffalo 2018 to 2020. In 2018, he signed a three-year, $22.5 million deal with the Bills. Second season with the Bills, he played 10 games, losing playing time to the young guy in the room, A.J. Epinesa. Read that really quick, man. Sorry, I had to keep. All right, you want me to go again? No. <laughs> Stanford. Yeah, fuck that. Washington Commanders in the second round of the 2014 NFL Draft. Play from when they were the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. Is this my man or is it his man? <laughs> Who's man? That's the name of the game. Who's oh, the man? man? He's a defensive end. Yep. 
He played for Washington Redskins and the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Washington Redskins, 2014 and 2017. They're the commanders now. Yeah, you guys said that word a lot. 2018 to 2020 for the Bills. You might be mad at yourself. Three years, $22.5 million deal with the Bills in 2018. I'm going to be mad at myself. I, I love this game. Second season with the Bills. He played 10 games. Losing play. Okay. Um, can I, I have my well, written down. You want to shoot? I got Trent Murphy. Took me a minute, man, but I'm getting there. I got it on. I got it on as soon as I heard the command, uh, the commanders, and then the Stanford thing. I was like, ooh. I saw, I follow him on the Instagram, and I was like, he's I, he's, he's removed from football now. So it's yeah, just, I I had it, but I had to go through those. The, I like the, it. Your, your I like uh, it. bullet points. I found, I found myself stalking his Instagram like not too long ago, bro. I'm not gonna lie. This guy new. You get bored sometimes. Weren't we sitting at dinner the, the couple or last week or something? I go, isn't that Trent Murphy? You did. Like, like there was you a did. picture you of did. him. Yeah, that's funny. You did. I've probably seen him out. No, God, no. That's that's funny because you yeah. did say that. All right. Hmm. All righty, man. Attended college at North Carolina. Drafted fourth round in 2011. Teams. In order, Bills, Tennessee, Carolina. He was selected to one Pro Bowl, and he played in the 2017 playoffs. What's the team's in order again? Sure, man. He got drafted by the Bills in 2011, and he went to Tennessee, and he played for Carolina. That's not. Now, when you say in the 2017 playoffs, was he in the, with the Bills in the 2017 playoffs? I didn't write that down because I think it's going to give it away, but you want me to tell you who he was with? I, I was, he was with Tennessee. Okay. I wanted to say somebody else, but it was not. He didn't play for the Panthers. 2011 by the Bills. Bills. In yes, the sir. fourth round? Yes, sir. Then he went to Carolina. Played one year with Carolina. In between the Bills and the... Nope. That was the last team he was with. So he was with the Bills from 2011 to 2014, Tennessee 2015 to 17, and then 2018 he played with Carolina. I didn't think I was going to stump you. I thought the 2017 playoffs was... I'll give that away, but... Well, I'm trying to think of their roster. Yeah. Which I'm trying to focus more on their roster in 2017 versus when he played for the Bills, which is maybe not the right way to approach this. Um, Depends, like if you really watched them, like the Bills. Do you, do you want me to give a position and then call it I, that? I guess. I mean, use, use a safety. I might be mixing my years up, but I already put someone down, so it doesn't matter. I'm definitely wrong. Who we got? I'm definitely wrong. Um, I, I, I'm completely wrong when I say this, and I can't. Duke Williams? No. Safety? I went, that was my guess. I went Jerry Ford. No. 
Denoris Searcy. Oh. Yep. You know, you know who I was I, I tossed a turn between? I forgot about Searcy. I tossed a turn between uh, uh, Jonathan Meeks. I don't know if you remember Jonathan mm-hmm. Meeks. Uh, Jonathan Meeks there. and, and then, So the uh, only reason I Searcy. decided to pick him, I was at a game with my mom in 2013. 2013. We were sitting uh, in your end zone, Chris, and he signed a – what I have? I had, like, one of the little Bills helmets. I don't know what you guys have. Yeah, that one. And I don't know, man. That's why I went with him. Just kind of random. I thought you guys would remember the 2017 playoffs, but – Yeah. Dang. Did we get any No, no. Just Shove like in my face some more, Chris. One behind Travis. <laughs> I suck at this game. This all game. good, man. All good. I just hope we catch him in. I hope. I all hope, good. I hope we continue to get him in the who's the man, and then we catch him in the uh, <laughs> pickups. Then we just got everything on him. Jesus. Big game this week. God damn it, Travis. Let's get into it. Big game this week. Bills at, well, Cowboys at Bills. Keys of the game. Well, my key to the game. Is let Josh continue to be Josh. That guy, did you, did, when he scored, oh my Josh. Oh my Josh. When he scored that touchdown, <clears throat> I just love how he's just like, he's back, bro. He's the, you know, he's giving us the, the oh my God, he's like flexing. When Josh flexes, the Bills win, I feel like, bro. Like, let Josh be Josh. Um, that's my biggest thing is on the offensive side of the thing. I would like to, like I said, I'd like to see the Bills run the football more. You got to, your best playmaker right now is James Cook. And like we said, keep James Cook on the field. Like James Cook is by far your best weapon that you have on offense right now. And I will say he's even more effective the last month than Stephon Diggs. He clearly has been. Um, I will say to that point, you have to find a way to get Stephon Diggs the football. It's, I mean, that is your that is your playmaker. I don't need you to do what they were doing a couple of months ago where they were just absolutely force-feeding him the football where I felt like he was getting way too many targets. But you have to scheme up a little bit of, better of a game plan to get him more into the game. Like, you can't have a – like, you're lucky you beat the Chiefs when you're coming off a week where your wide receivers played absolutely no factor at all. Like, to me, that's insane. To me, that's absolutely insane. Like, you had no wide receiver help at all. I just don't know if you beat the Cowboys without having any effective wide receiver help. But get Stephon Diggs involved, run the ball at James Cook, and let Josh be Josh. Cowboys play lights out at home. It's a good thing they're not home. Bill's Mafia needs to show up loud and proud. We This has Ooh. to be the loudest game all season or, that I've been to. <coughs> they got to, from snap to snap, timeout to timeout, make them burn timeouts, delay games. Bill's Mafia has to show up. You got any? Oh. I have one more, but I'll let you go okay. first. Uh, just so you know, Casey did get the Denor- uh, Norris series as well. I like that. Thanks man. for watching it, Casey. Casey. Yeah, that's badass. Love you, Casey. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to piggyback off of James Cook. I mean, he's got 20 to 25 touches. I, I – I heard Steve Tasker say it today, and Thurman Thomas. They were like, yeah, I don't care if he has 24 carries and one catch or, or opposite. He's got to touch the ball. Uh, I don't know, man. Diggs, for me, 
he's going to get their best again. He's going to have Gilmore on him the whole game. Gilmore's having a great season. They are deceptible over the top. The Seahawks threw bombs on them all game a few weeks back. I don't know if you guys remember that game. So, for me, yes, run the ball 100%. I would like to see just play action. We don't we, we don't run play action. Like, and when like we do, hardly ever. When we do, it's success. Yes, because, like you said, James Cook is almost averaging six yards a carry. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my biggest key of the game. Defensively, C.D. Lamb, I, I mean, ah. it's gonna, you can't stop him. If you can hold him, that's great, but, I mean – like, they have two guys on offense and defense. Micah Parsons, chip them, hold them. I, I, you're not going to be able to necessarily stop them. You can try to neutralize them. So, the big thing with him is I've seen teams run right at him, and that's where he struggles the most. So, if we're going to run the ball, I would like to run right at him. But, uh, yeah, I think my biggest key is going to be, once again, I say it every week, got to win the turnover battle. Did it again. Again, we didn't score off of the turnovers, but – Win the turnover battle, I think think we have a good shot of winning the game. I, I agree. I agree. We can't get off to a hot start and then just let them hang around like past weeks. We got lucky last week. We do that again against the Cowboys. It, it won't come out the way it did against the Chiefs. It just won't. I, I don't disagree at all. Um, I yeah. do think, again, you have to win the turnover battle. I mean, that's first and foremost. Um, I think win the time of possession battle as well. You 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 have this football the majority of the game. You got to keep Dak Prescott off the field. Dak Prescott is playing his best football he's played in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, C.D. Lamb, like you said, that's going to be a headache all game. Micah Parsons on the on the offensive side of things for us as yeah. a game plan. Um, he's he's a game wrecker. I yep. mean, Micah Parsons is one of the best edge rushers in the NFL, if not the best edge rusher in the NFL. He's absolutely a nightmare off the edge. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I agree, run the ball at him. But if you're going to throw the ball. I just hope you don't hold on to the ball too long. It's got to come out. There's there's not, there is not a lot of teams that can stop a guy like Michael Parsons. I, I, I want to say I, I truly do think we're going to be seeing like a bomb from Josh. I hope so. I really do. I hope so. Doesn't it, doesn't it just feel like I was saying this to my dad this past week watching the game. I was like, it just feels like when he goes and throws the ball deep the last like couple months of the season, Mm -hmm. it just feels like it's just not there. It hasn't been there. Like, I just I want to see that open up a little bit. Yeah, dude. There, I mean, every team's playing too high. I mean, right. you're not it's, gonna it's, throw it's, over it's it. It's just like the recipe for beating Mahomes mm-hmm. now. Like everybody's playing too high safeties, yeah. and they've limited these deep plays. Not that the Chiefs this year have. Yeah, to your point, if you're weapons. effectively running the ball, it, the, the Cowboys' defense is aggressive. They're gonna come up. They're gonna start blitzing. They'll drop a safety into the box. Absolutely. A safety will come down, and I think that's where you hit that play action bomb. So that that I like. I like you. You you pound the ball. A little bit, you you get them to drop that safety down the box and have have a one high safety look, and that's where it opens up all mm-hmm. of a sudden. You to to extend a deeper play. Uh, you guys are right. Like we'll see some play action this week on the defensive side of things. Like like you said, CD Lamb's an absolute headache. Like yeah. CD Lamb's having a amazing year, just like I said, Dak Prescott. The Prescott's having an amazing year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to stop those guys, but Dak Prescott, when you get some pressure on him, he. He turns the ball over like he has turned yeah. notoriously has turned the ball over, and that's something that let's let's get a couple of turnovers. Rasul Douglas is going to have his hands full with with uh, with CD Lamb, mm-hmm. but I mean nothing nothing he hasn't had to play in yeah. his career. I'm sure he's probably familiar with it. He and, did you know. he did well when they were playing man against Kelsey, which I forgot to bring this up, so I'm just going to throw it in here really quick. We played a lot a lot of man. 
uh, against Kansas City. And you saw Benford get a little, little Benford, yeah, get a little exposed. He's on a man corner. That's fine, whatever. But uh, yeah, defensively, man, it's gonna have to be a bend but don't break kind yeah. of game. Yeah. So, um, it's it's a very winnable game. Oh yeah, it's a very winnable game. But at the same time, you can see this slipping away from the Bills really easy if they don't bring their A game. Mm-hmm. It's a team you got to bring your A game. Not that there's any team that you shouldn't, but this is a team where, like you said, you can't let them hang around. So yeah, um, yeah. Like, I got the Bills, man. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat that. But I'm with I, it, baby. I, I took them, too. I, I, I'm only bringing it up again because I, 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 I am quite yeah. honestly shocked that we're sitting here They're at the table. Kick this the is... piss out of them. <laughs> said, beat the shit out of them. remember, the Bills run the East. Yes, I do. The Bills run the East. But, hey, man, that's another really successful episode of the Billsaholic pod. Uh, quick shout-out to the love that we got this week. Love and a lot of hate. <laughs> a lot of hate, but, the, the hey, hey, the comments, the views, the likes – it's all love at the end of the day, right? Like it's all, it's all, it all boosts, boosts our views and Just stuff content. like that. So, um, I will say, an amazing week by by all of us. Like I say, I got to shout out Tank all the time, man, helping us out with the content, amazing content that we were able to produce. So I'll give Tank a little bit of a shout out there, and then the boys at the table producing some some good content for us to post on our channel. So, um, yeah, shout out to everybody involved. Shout out to the people that that watched. Shout out to the people watching this right now. And uh, it's all love. And for me, it's Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills, baby. I'll shout out Gene. I mean, I, I, mean, I, thought, we, I thought we did like eight times already. We'll do it again. Thanks for changing our mind about Philadelphia. Gene, thank you for setting him straight. I just needed somebody to do it. He wouldn't listen to me. So thank you for that. And I truly do hope we have him on again. Maybe he said he likes to scout for the draft. Maybe we get him on for the draft. I, I think it's if a he's good willing. Idea. If he's I think willing. It's a good idea. Gene was an awesome guest. Uh, he he absolutely to next time. he absolutely changed. He did change my mind. Uh, I thought he had really good insight on not even just from an Eagles perspective, but as from an NFL perspective. Uh, I'll definitely be sure to plug his links on all of our socials. So definitely check him out. I mean, the guy, the guy definitely he seems to know what he's talking about. So it was a pleasure okay. to have him on, and uh, yeah, I definitely would look forward to having him on again for sure. Go Bills! Go Bills! Take, Take Dom. Fuck you. <laughs>